Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how can you do my Coming down for you. Damn it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to I am one of your hosts, Alice Kennedy. This is episode two, two, and here with me is always the Twilight Princess of all games himself. Mr. Andy Urquhart, he is always... Do you know what it sounded like? You said episode 2-2 two, two there, because like, the connection went... Mm-hmm. When you two, said that, 2-6-2. Two, 2-6-2. Six, two. Two, six, two. Episode yeah. 2 I think two. this is... This I, bit, I wonder what episode 22 sounds like. We're talking about that before the show, listeners, like what our old episode sounded like. and When we didn't have confidence just to go ahead and do this, when we were like nervous as fuck about being in all games and just doing a live show, because how many episodes did we do? Maybe like 13 before Derek signed us up. Something like that, yeah. There was maybe like 10, 15 episodes. But yeah, episode 22 yeah. would be an all-games one. It'd probably, probably be one of the yeah, early ones where we had like Matt or Chip or somebody on. Well, Matt was on the show before we were on all-games. Mm. Matt, Matt came on the show. Like Matt was one of our first guests, if not the first guest. Was he the first guest? Uh, he may Was it a guy from Exus? Remember Exus that done the, um, that game? That's right, yeah. Uh, Majestic 12. Peter Sunello or something? Peter Sudejeska? Cogesta, 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 yeah, that was our first yeah, guest. He went on to do stuff with um, one of those games you like, like Civilization, the Space DLC or something. Didn't he? Yeah, something I think he like did that. like programming or like art stuff for it or something like that. But that that game was all right, Majestic Twelve. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. That was probably the last PC game I probably played. <laughs> anyway, though, <sighs> no, you've played Let's PC games since then. You played Stanley Parable. Uh, I've played st- the Sticker Truth on PC as well, technically. Hmm. For free. <laughs> <laughs> Dangerous. Um, yeah, so let's just start the show. So let's start with big screen, we screen. This is the part of the show where we talk about all the TV and all the movies that we've watched this week. And it's also our film club, which, as you know, is sequels that you never knew existed and possibly should never have been made. Last week, we found our first hidden gem and jingle all the way to. This week, we planned on covering two movies, but that was maybe a bit ambitious. And we decided... We only covered Bad Santa 2 this week. Home Alone 5 can wait because we just covered Home Alone 4 two weeks ago and sometimes too much Home Alone can make a guy go crazy, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So Bad Santa 2 is what we've done this week, but we'll talk about that at the end. Um, I didn't watch too much this week. Uh, the Grand Tour Episode 2, watched that. That was a bit of it. Um, watch some Top Gear, like because I've been finishing work late. I've not really been concentrating on anything. I've been watching uh, The Thick of It on Netflix, you know, with Peter Capaldi. Oh, yeah. Um, watching through that again because it's just good man like I'm going to fucking tear your skin off and wear it to your mother's birthday party and rub your nuts up and down her leg while humming bohemian fucking raps today like he's absolutely brilliant man Um, 
so yeah i've uh, been watching some of that um i also went to see a certain film this week andy twice yes you did uh, i have not seen it yet so pl- please fine. Spoil- no, no. spoiler free yep i have got a spoiler free review it's, it's a, a say review. It's, it's okay, a, so it's a, it's, so what did you think? Uh, Star Wars: Last Jedi, Episode Eight. I think it was the worst Star Wars film I've ever seen. Um, and I know Cameron completely disagrees, but like, there's a lot of people that think the same way as me. It's the most divisive Star Wars film since probably the original prequels. Which the prequels, to be fair, and if you remember back in those days, no one hated them till after like they were all out. Like there was no real hate for Phantom Menace going on when it was out. It was just like, oh my god, a new Star Wars film. Hmm. Yeah, they weren't great, but Attack of the Clones is my least favorite of those, right? And I simply say that because. Episode one, pod racing's cool, and Darth Maul fight with Duel of mm-hmm. Fates is yep. awesome. It's probably mm-hmm. my favourite lightsaber fight in them all. And in Revenge of the Sith, I enjoyed Obi-Wan versus Anakin coming to a, a head at the end. Uh, Attack of the Clones, Yoda fighting um, Count Dooku didn't do it for me. Okay, so basically they started the, out in this... General Grievous? General Grievous? <laughs> Kenobi, General Kenobi. I fucking love General uh, General Grievous, no, man. No one else. I did. fucking no love them. And and yeah. the, the best the best moment of the right. prequel trilogies is in Attack of the Clones as well. It's not. It is. It's the point. See, see when Obi Wan Kenobi is in the spaceship in space and does that fucking uh, spaceship that, that space. thing gets fired at him. Like and and it's silent. Oh, you mean there's boom boom. That's the best uh, moment in the prequel trilogy. It's fucking 100% is. not. It's when Darth Maul's second blade comes out his lightsaber and that's the best moment. So and, anyway, and, and anyway, but in, uh, what is it? Like? In, in the new year, what we need to do is we need to get we need to get Cameron to come on and we need to have the Star Wars argument of of no, ranking them and we need to argue. It's about pointless. It. It's pointless no, because no, I'm a bigger not. Star. It's pointless because I'm a bigger Star Wars fan than both these, and like you're, you're wrong about everything anyway. And Cameron's going to judge it in a filmatic sense, right? So I'm going to say you're going to love this movie, right? But anyway, it started out very Star Wars. This is my spoiler-free review, right? Started out very Star Wars feeling, right? And then they pulled the rug, pulled the rug away and changed the whole feel, right? Now, mm-hmm. some folk would say, yeah, but the moment at Force Awakens was too similar. Yes, they did, but I didn't mind it as much as some people did. Yes, it might have been like, not quite a full copy-paste job, but it took a lot of the story beats off of A New Hope. Like, I'm the first to admit that. And you would say the same, Andy, yeah? Mm-hmm. Like, a yep. lot of it was similar, right? I didn't hate it. Like, I like the way they introduced new characters. I wasn't one that... I love Kylo Ren. Like, you know, Andy, I've got the Black Series helmet. I've got mm-hmm. figures of him from my honeymoon. I've got, like, his lightsaber. Like, Kylo Ren's badass, right? Don't care. Taking the mask off, he's kind of a whiny bitch. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like, but, I fucking absolutely loved right. him as a villain. Amazing villain right until he takes his mask off and then it okay, loses a bit. S- so, slight spoiler here. Within the first half hour, he smashes his mask to fuck after getting told off and never puts it back on because uh, Disney. So, okay. they've done what they've done with Iron Man. We know it's Robert Downey Jr. Keep the fucking mask on, but want to see Iron <laughs> yeah. Man. Like, honestly, like, Disney love, like, showing the faces of the stars, right? Sorry for the slight spoiler there, but Kylo doesn't have a spare mask, apparently. For the whole that... film, he keeps his mask off, and that was half of his fucking thing. He's meant to be like Darth Vader. That was iconic. Mm-hmm. The look of Vader, yep. right? He didn't take his mask off at the end. The biggest problem I had with Kylo in the first one was, like, well, the seventh one was, like, Andy. When he took his mask off, he was this moany, emotional bitch. So after the first half hour, when he gets a wee telling off and smashes it to fuck, he doesn't put it on, and he's a whiny bitch for the whole film. <laughs> <laughs> legit so that's a shame that. 
Right. Okay, so anyways, that's sorry for that slight but yeah. I think um, that's unacceptable on that. <laughs> yeah. That is so annoying to me because I love Kylo Ren, right? Anyway, mm. uh, the ending of the movie, right? This is jumping forwards because I'm going to cover the bits in between, but the start of it, brilliant, until they pulled the rug away and changed it, right? Now, this guy, Rian Johnson, has been given a trilogy of Star Wars films away from the Skywalker saga. Cool. Change it up then. Seeing the main Star Wars movies, I want it to feel like the Star Wars movies. I don't want it to feel like a, a daring new adventure. I, I do want a daring new adventure, but keep within the fucking... You've got your borderlines, stay within them. J.J. Abrams gave you everything on a plate. I could have wrote mm. that story in my sleep. Anyway, at the end, it felt like there was 12 subplots. It was like... I described it as... Imagine you went round to like a, a younger cousin's house and he pulls everything out of his toy box and goes, and I've got this, and he talks to her, and he does this, and he flies this, and he does this, and he does this. And as you're leaving the house, and he goes, oh yeah, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this. That's what the ending of this movie felt like. Hmm. Um, none of none of the subplots were very interesting, apart from what happened with Ray and Luke, which I'm not going to touch on at all, because that's the major spoilers in the movie, right? I feel like a lot of it was wasted, like some of the mysticism was mysticism 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 yeah mysticism. mysticism we'll go with that yeah was was like taken down where you this isn't a spoiler unless you've not seen force awakens and then we find look on a mystical island you know it's like what the fuck's you doing there hmm. what's this island all about <sighs> like they don't explain really they don't like that's the half of this movie's problem like it's as if the guy didn't know how to like move along jj abrams setup so if he didn't kill off the character even like i'm not going to tell you who he kills off in this movie but he kills off old established characters he sets up a brand new character that would have been perfect to take off after carrie fisher and fucking kills her off like honestly it's so ridiculous he kills off the perfect one that could have been like eased in as like the head of the rebellion next next episode nine and he killed her off it's like, what are you doing? And it's the the woman that plays her. You'll know her when you see her. She plays um, Ellie in Jurassic Park, the first one. Okay, yep, I know who you mean. Yep. So she's in it as a character called Holden with purple hair. And, like, something happens to Leia. I'm not going to tell you what. Um, I don't mean that as in a death way. I mean as in something happens to her. So she isn't there at that point. And she, she has to take command of the ship. And she's so fucking good. But it's it's just waste, wasted, wasted, absolutely wasted. Anyway, I'll move off because I was going to spoil something there. Right, so everything that we thought was important and speculating about from the first film was cast aside. And I don't mean like this was cast aside, that was cast aside. Every, I'm not spoiling it by saying every speculation you had, like who's this, what's this going to happen, what's mm. this? Every mm. part of that was thrown in the bin. Like, pfft. That means nothing. That means nothing. This no longer means nothing. To the point where it felt like he'd done it in purpose like a huffy child so that J.J. Abrams has got a big mess to clean up. Like, there's a there's an actual meme that somebody replied to one of my Twitter posts, and it's like a picture of a, a Star Destroyer flying. It says, what J.J. Abrams left uh, Rian Johnson. And then it's got the photo of the crash Star Destroyer from Battlefront, and it says, what Rian Johnson is handing back to J.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the look um, I enjoyed... Um, Mark Hamill's performance, right? He should win an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor, right? No joke. Okay. There's not going to be a, there's not going to be a better supporting actor. However, Obi Wan spent many years in isolation as well, right? Obi Wan mm-hmm. didn't go like Yoda, but they've basically made Luke go the same way as Yoda, like absolutely mental to the point where he feels like a different character, you know that way. And it's like this doesn't feel like Luke Skywalker. He calls. 
uh, in fact that's one of the jokes i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna say what it says um didn't enjoy that about it but i enjoyed his performance right i just couldn't look at it as the luke skywalker we know no matter how much you tell me that the isolation done it and this and that done it bullshit it's not how Luke acts that's just not look they, they're all I mean, completely different i mean it's it's kind of one of those things with that that because we've had such a big gap of seeing look like i mean you're talking no what, we haven't like 20 not if years kept up, well no you haven't not if you've kept up reading the canon basically up to the point where that happens which i have if you've read well, the books, comics, and everything, so well, he's, like, he's deviated from it completely. Put it but yeah, way. I mean, I, I get I what mean, you're saying. To the if average, you, if film you just core. yeah, if you just take it from the point of view of the movies, you see him in episode six as like right. the hero, and he's like saved the day, blah blah blah, and he's now he's the Jedi, and you would assume he would go on to make yeah. a new Jedi order from there. Um, but then you skip on what what twenty thirty years, and then he's gone missing essentially, like in well, Force Awakens. In a way, in a way. Anyway, yeah. he didn't go. He's gone on sabbatical. He's gone on sabbatical. He, he went. He went. He went away before that for reasons that. Well, you know what happens at Tojin Force Awakens. Like yeah, Kylo yeah. Knights Ren destroyed his yep. Jedi Order. That. Yep. That's as that's that's as much information even at the end of this film you have about all. No joke. <laughs> I'm not joking. Like, see all the things you thought were important. Like, I want to know about mm. Knights Ren. You don't get told. It doesn't fucking tell the guy either. Didn't have a fucking clue. Like, and the new characters that he set up were superb get barely any screen time captain phasma gets two minutes like literally two minutes at the end like they wasted her more than boba fett like you know this i mean the silver uh played by her from game of thrones um, yep. stormtrooper yep finn gets, finn gets barely any time there's a stupid scene that's worse than anything in any of the prequels where uh, like imagine pod racing right but with mm-hmm. the thing from the last guardian like 10 of them all oh, right okay mm-hmm that's 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 in it. The the problem that I had mostly with the movie, right? Because I'm going to end up getting in spoilers because I'm getting annoyed, so I need to bring myself back down. The problem that I had was right. Most of it was set on spaceships. Okay, mm-hmm. most of it was. Now half of my enjoyment from Star Wars is seeing fantastical new worlds. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have rather spent the whole film in Luke's island finding out about it rather than what happens at the end and like nothing really happening with the island and all, all the secrets and stuff not really getting told but a stupid scene with Ray that kind of um, invokes you know when Luke had the cave of wonders and Yoda's planet where he walked in and seen his dad that sort of thing yep. Yep. yeah they, they had something the cave like of wonders. <laughs> well you know what I mean like, yeah I know, I know. it's the, the forest, forest of, the forest yeah. of doom or whatever it is yeah, yeah whatever Right, I, I know I'm a big star, so I just I'm that annoyed. Just it's the it's just the force cave sort of thing. It's the cave that where mm. the the back the, the dark side of the force was. It was to face your fears. But anyway, look, yeah, it has yeah. a stupid bit like that that I have a theory about that I would like to discuss at one point. But the most important questions, like I'm not going to tell you what ones because that's spoilers. But if you can think of the, the every question you wondered after the Force Awakens, this guy knows that the fans were asking it, and mm. he either. <sighs> ends that storyline very quickly or just brushes over it as if it wasn't important and it's like mm. i felt cheated as a star wars fa- like i'm not talking about it as a movie like don't get me wrong like cameron is right some of the scenes look fucking amazing like there's a scene with uh snow kylo ren and they're in a chamber and it's all red and it's fucking badass man it looks totally japanese there's a cool lightsaber fight kylo ren and red involved in and it looks badass however talking about lightsaber fights apart from that one fight there's one at the end and how am I going to word this I felt even more cheated and it it was like there was a person that should have been there that you find out oh they're not there Mm. and if they were there and 
it had ended like that instead of the way that that bit of the story finished if they were actually there it would have been so much more meaningful rather than what actually happened you know it was it mm. wasn't kind of like and then they all woke up but it was along those lines mm. Poe Dameron was cool um, they had fucking CGI in this movie for those Porg things right which mm. aren't as annoying to me as Ewoks in fact Ewoks I like Ewoks better than these things and I don't like the Ewoks um, these fucking things are so CGI they, they make the prequels look less embarrassing like they honestly <laughs> they, they're in a scene with Chewbacca and it's like you've went from J.J. Abrams fucking building the universe of Star Wars to fuck it let's just CGI these little chicken things that I could probably make with Blue Peter props why the fuck would you be so lazy J.J. Um, <laughs> Abrams has got a hell of a job retcon and stuff everything that basically that he set up to happen was destroyed thrown away there's the plot this felt more like episode nine the way it ended rather than mm. an episode eight certain right. things i'm like well what the fuck are you going to do now they had three opportunities to do one certain thing and it's something that's not going to happen in the next one because it can't and it's like so how the fuck are you going to explain that and if it's an off-screen thing that is bullshit right take from that what you will but i'm like why did you leave that and as it is you could have finished it up twice or three times at least and instead we get one fucking ridiculous scene in space that reminded me of fucking superman the last son of krypton <laughs> coming back to life so, um sorry but basically this scene if you're watching this movie and there's a certain scene where something or someone is in space imagine you've got the touch from transformers playing it would fucking fit that scene in the movie incredibly. <laughs> um, Carrie Fisher was phenomenal in this movie. We get more time with her than we did in Force Awakens, which I liked. Um, I just didn't feel like we got enough time with the folk that we needed time with. And there was too much humour in this movie to the extent where it felt like Captain Kirk-style humour for the sake of being funny, hmm. which works for Captain Kirk, but it's Star Wars, and unless it's fucking Han Solo or Poe Dameron, I don't want everybody telling jokes through this film. You know, it felt stupid. Um, there was a cameo from one of the... I don't want to ruin anything, really, because it's still launch week, but I've seen it twice now. There was a cameo from one of the characters introduced in Force Awakens that felt forced, and it's like... Did you even, like, did, did, fuck it. Maz is in it. You know, Maz, the wee alien. She's obviously going to be in it. You know, Maz really from a spoiler. Right. But she's, she's more phone. She's not physically in it. But Poe Dameron calls her and it's like, how the fuck do you know her? You weren't there? Like, oh, no, he wasn't. She, no, he wasn't. <laughs> like, so, yeah, there's some things like that. It's like, oh, she's your best buddy now, is she? So, and Poe Dameron is a rebellion all for himself in this movie. Because it wears thin by the end. It's like we get it, we get it that you're Han Solo, that like, but mm. your father rebellion, whereas Han Solo wasn't, but you're the cool fly guy, hot shot sort of look, and look as a pilot and Han combined, and it's like he was fine, but his plot line with his ah, oh, I'm fighting the machine with inside the machine. Honestly, fuck off! Like, um, th th a lot of it just felt like I, I, the second time I seen it as well, I came out going, huh. I wasn't wrong. Like, literally, I, pff, I don't know. Maybe the space battles were okay-ish. Some cool bits. But, I mean, it's space battles. There was a cool, there was a better space scene at the start of episode three, if you remember, at the end of the Clone Wars, hmm. where Obi-Wan and Anakin... Um, R2-D2 was criminally underused for no reason, again. 
Uh, C-3PO will get like one line in the whole movie. I'm like, what's this about? Like, I get they're trying to move away from it, but don't move away from it that far. Like, I get some of the actors are getting too old or like one of them's passed away, like Carrie Fisher, but like C-3PO, even if I, like the guy that was R2-D2, Kenny Baker, like he died. So like, and C-3PO I mean, and R2-D2 are Star Wars staples from everything. Yes, that's that's not like... something that needs changed. No, absolutely Iconic. not. Like they they are they are iconic and they should stay in Star Wars basically regardless yeah. of what it does. They should they can, be. They, they should always be around. Yeah, they should be around the main characters continuously. Like, but yep. they're not. They're not. Like, I think it was Empire Strikes Back where for the majority of the film, C three PO was stuck at the base and R two D two was with Luke. Hmm. But this time they were both just stuck at the base. And your backseat in this one, it's like I get you. You, you invented BB eight to sell toys, but like, yep. <laughs> what the fuck like there was one cool part where BB-8 I remember the toy that I had the head of it falls off all the time mm. BB-8's head falls off at one point in this scene, <laughs> and I was just nice. laughing going that's yeah. the truth to the toys um no two where uh, sorry spoilers for Battlefront 2 but I don't care about that not many folk do that where look at set after Return of the Jedi and he finds um Dale or is it Dale yeah I think it's Dale he's raiding like a bunker of treasures the Emperor had kept and there's a compass and Luke says can I have this compass and Dale says sure and then sets the thing in fire or whatever the compass is in Luke's wee cave thing and hello like in Last Jedi yeah, yeah, that show. So the the compass is in Last Jedi that was in Battlefront. Cool. Yeah, but really, uh, it's my least favorite Star Wars film. Um, it's wow. part of the canon. It's part of the lore now. Like I've got it pre-ordered on Blu-ray. It's Star Wars. I will watch it again. Um, not much more I can say about it. It's just, I think I don't know if it was just it was. It wasn't just that it was like. The director did a good job, but he should have kept some of that for um, his his trilogy that's separate from the Skywalker saga. Felt like he was already trying to bring it away, whereas J.J. Abrams established it in a way where it fit with the old ones and the prequels, but yep. introduced new characters. Whereas this one kind of went out its way to go, yeah, fuck everything in place before. This is the new school, and this is how it's going to be. It's like, no, no, we got it, but the new characters fit in with the old ones without the need to do. Oh. There they go. Oh, oh, and you've done that. Oh, okay. Yep. What's left to do now? Good luck, JJ. Like, legitimately. It's episode nine to me is now called a new. Like, it's just it was it was unsatisfying with the lack of answers that it gave us. Like, and the film wasn't exciting enough to justify not giving us plot line answers. Like, if it had been like a fucking amazing movie with loads of different fucking space battles, lightsaber scenes. It wasn't. It was. If you look at it and you look at that last bit, you've probably seen the trailer, the speeders with the red sand, the, mm-hmm, the salt yeah. or whatever it is. There's uh, walkers walking to walk. That's just Empire Strikes Back without the snow. Like you've just made yes, the middle part that. again, but yeah. tried. To, <laughs> yeah, but you've tried to make it more by f- fucking the fans over. Literally, is what happened. And I'm not just saying that. Like I literally feel let down and disappointed because. Steffi's went. This is what we fucking get for speculating fans. Never do that again. Remember, we own. Like, no, no, you don't. Like, if we stop going to movies, you've not got a job. So, anyway, I will still watch his trilogy. I'm looking for solo in May. This film's pre-ordered, uh, Blu-ray and 4K. I'm deciding what one to get. But 
I think I'm ready to get the 4K set of 4K complete until like the ninth film's out at least. So, hmm. uh, Terry Claus says in the chat that he he loved the Last Jedi and that he loved that it took some big risks and challenged people's expectations, and that with Episode Nine, it didn't challenge expectations. <laughs> it just fucking ruined hope. Like, and I don't. That. It just fucked over everybody. And Tiger Claw listens to techno, so Tiger Claw. Shush. No. <laughs> I, some people like it's the most of Star Wars film. Like, for me, all the mm. questions that I wanted to answers to, and all the questions that even you probably have got in your head just now, forget about them. They're either made not important because he writes mm. over them, or he just fucking finishes things and, like, nope, that's what that was. And it's like, no, it wasn't. It can't be. Like, no, it's not true. Like, honestly, like, didn't enjoy it. No character development had everyone was in the exact same place as they were at the start of the movie in my mind. Oh, apart from Ray who time then look. Like, you know, Luke Skywalker's backpack scene with Yoda, it felt like, oh, you're a Jedi very hmm. quickly. Yeah, Ray, Ray, Ray done it faster by sitting on a rock. <laughs> yep. Do you, do you know, like, I fully expected to go in and watch this movie and be like, this is the best movie of all time. <laughs> yeah. It certainly is not. I don't know. Like I say, I haven't seen it yet, so I can't. I can't say either way. Yeah, you were even Cameron agrees with some of my points, even though he he preferred the movie. I just thought it was too jarring of a change when you know, fine well, JJ was going to bring the, the next one back to what he'd set up. You know, he's going to give it that feel again. It just didn't feel Star Wars. The, the plots were engaging, like legitimately, nothing like. The reason being, they didn't give it enough explanation for certain things. Like, they didn't into any detail for anything. Anything. It's just like, nope, you just accept it. It's a magical island looks on. Hmm. Okay. It's the first Jedi Temple. Okay. We knew that last film. That's all you're getting told. The end. And then something happens to it at the end, so you're never going to find out. So, who cares? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, the only other thing I watched was uh, Bad Santa 2. So, Andy, what have you watched this week? How was The Walking Dead? Uh, Walking Dead's finished, mate. Oh, <laughs> it, well, finished for the mid-season break, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't really watch anything else to be honest. Just the odd like designated survivor, that sort of stuff, uh, which is a great show. And I've said that many times, and you still need to watch it. I won't. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I didn't didn't oh, really watch shit, anything sorry. else apart from the movie. My bad. I caught up in Star Wars Rebels um, after this because I needed something good Star Wars to watch after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Wars Rebels Season 4 is the final season and then obviously they were going to continue on with more CGI but they've decided they're doing the live action one now in 2019 on the Disney's exclusive like service. Streaming platform thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Star Wars Rebels heading into its final season, continuing on after the events of the end of the last one where it kind of was alongside Rogue One. They're fighting against the Admiral Thrawn who obviously was from the old extended um, universe, expanded mm. universe, where he was the blue guy. And, like, they're giving me more, like, about the mythology and stuff about the Force and the Jedi and what they're actually doing than Last Jedi did, like, in a cartoon of 20 minutes. It's by Disney also. More so, more Disney feels like CGI Aladdin with lightsabers sometimes, but this <laughs> is given, and it's four seasons giving me more than what that guy gave me in his movie. Um, really cool. Uh, they're developing the love story between Kanan and Hera, which was obvious from the start. And even before that, if you read the book, um, and you should read the book, uh, A New Dawn by John Jetsler. 
Um, so yeah, Star Wars Rebels, I, I, I caught right up, episode nine. Though the one thing that annoyed me, it's even stop in the middle of a story. It's like that's mm. not how you do a cliffhanger. That's just not finishing the story <laughs> until January. So yeah, Rebels is great. Like, it's a shame it's its final season, but then again, Clone Wars did drag on certain seasons, and there is six seasons of Clone Wars. Nice. Yes, yeah, six seasons. But yeah, anyway, Bad Santa 2. So, um, obviously, you know how we do this. I'll tell you a bit about it. Bad Santa 2, uh, Billy Bob Thornton. If you've ever seen Bad Santa, he is a thief. And he's got a little magic guy as his like partner. And in the last film, he got betrayed by him. It was a shopping centre, I believe, the last time. I it was it. Mall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he like acts as Santa, but he pisses himself, has sex with all like everybody, and um, drinks a lot. Uh, this one followed that on, and this time he went back to his old ways after sorting it all out. There, and um, his little buddy comes along, and his mum's in it again. And what is it? Is it not, it's not an orphanage. It's a charity that they're trying to rob this time. And he's not really for it at first. Um, I didn't like this one. I'm just going to go out and say it. I liked the first one. This one, I, I, it was, it was. I think the story was poor in this one, but I felt that the characters like were fine because I liked the characters from the first one. Like I liked him and his mum and the total like backstabbing that every one of them had going on. Um, I, f- I wanted to get more of the the wee kid. Can I fix you a sandwich? I wanted more of him. I wanted more see, of him in this one. See, I, I didn't really like him in this movie as much because he was older. Like, because he's older, it's less kind of, it's less cute and just more like, hmm. Man, you should be, yeah. you're like on the spectrum. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> you should be in sort of care. Um, yeah, he wanders to Chicago following him in this, um, which is weird. And like, he's he's wearing gloves. He says it's fine. I'm wearing gloves, and he's got like food gloves on <laughs> and shorts. I've and got t-shirt. my gloves on. Like, oh my yeah, god, I've got my gloves on. Guy. And there's there's a singing scene with them that's mm. kind of cringeworthy. Like, um, I really enjoyed the first one. Can't say I like this one. Like, there's not much more complications to the plot from this, but I'm kind of hoping Andy's took some notes. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Um. So like, I I, I, I watched this movie and like I, I know that you you don't like it that much, but and I wasn't expecting really anything much from it because it is one of those movies where you're like, well, the the movie like Bad Santa kind of stands on its own as like. Yeah. a one and done like it is a kind of one note it's it's kind of like a one, one note joke yeah where you're yeah. like oh what if santa was like Darn what it. if santa <laughs> was a uh, a fucking thief uh yeah. a drunk alcoholic thief and you're like okay that's a kind of like interesting concept and they they play off that and there's a lot of funny jokes in the first one and yeah. they kind of run over a lot of old ground in this but i think they did like a good job of like uh redoing it and still making it funny for me like i i laughed so much more in this movie than i did in like watching uh was it what was it uh, last week uh definitely all the way to oh very one, different yeah <laughs> this one is an, an adult fucking orientated movie 100 percent. do not do not ever ever <laughs> ever show this to a child ever no. bad santa one is the same this one probably like ramps it up in terms of like, I would say it's, yeah it's worse in the gross out sort of humor in the gross out stuff and the controversial stuff as well we're like uh well like i was and and you might think it weird that i'm i'm going like oh i really enjoyed that side of it because like last week i was saying that 
like jingle all the way too. Like when they did go to like a, a fart joke, like it wasn't funny, and I was like, I wish they, they didn't it's do the, those jokes. You know what, I get it. It's because it didn't really suit the happy sort of Christmas yep. film feel that it had. Whereas this one, that's what it's got going for it. Yep, and this one, like all those jokes, I'm fucking laughing, laughing away at. Whereas in the other movie, I'm like, uh, they made a fart joke. I'm like, no, it doesn't fit. But like this movie, it completely works absolutely fine. So any like any jokes like that, you're like, oh, okay, that's fine. Uh, like some some interesting stuff in the, in this. Like uh, he drinks booze in a supermarket, which is a genius idea. So like rather than stealing the the booze and potentially getting caught, he just like drinks it. I mean, what can you do? Do you know what I mean if you just tan it? Yeah, because you're not leaving. The, you're not leaving the store with. The no, you haven't taken the item out of the store, so like, it's just in your body. Like, you can take it back if you want. <laughs> I'll happily sick it up over you. <laughs> but I was like, oh, like I wonder if alcoholics actually do this. Like, uh, like in supermarkets, just go up and like tan yeah. booze. One of my pals that used to work in the supermarket said, "What the junkies? These and they move most post boxes in them is mm. they used to steal envelopes, open them up. They used to take the DVD." Right and address it to themselves and put a stamp on it and put it in the post box because they can't interfere with your mail and then they leave the store and they've not taken anything with them and they can't ask you to open mm. your mail <laughs> so that's what the junkies were doing um, yeah. they were post- you, know, you know the ones I mean the big red boxes in the like, Tesco's and stuff yeah they were they were doing that they were stealing envelopes from the stationery bit stealing DVDs and CDs and addressing it to themselves and posting it and only the queen or if the police have a suspect that it's a bomb can open your mail legally <laughs> that's fucking clever like that's really clever like yeah. for a junkie like they'd have to buy stamps though like, they'd have to buy yeah but stamp. that's it that's it they're, they're buying a stamp yeah. but they're doing the Christmas shopping that's it like it fits in that post box <laughs> that's fucking funny well I mean they've probably they've probably changed that now and like I know yes. over here over here with booze like uh, any in supermarkets booze is like they're sealed. they're sealed so that you have to like it's it's yeah. a lot. Of, a lot of I think is for like ID purposes as well. So like when you have to go, you get the booze, and it's got like a sort of security tag thing on, over the lid, so you can't open it without having that taken off first. So like in over Scotland, here we still to... can't buy drink after ten o'clock or on a Sunday at a certain time. Like that's what Scotland's still like. Even yeah. England's got better rules than us. They've got twenty four hour like licenses. Yeah, I mean obviously it shouldn't be every business, but like some places you could fucking do that, no problem. Yeah. Because, I mean, sometimes, like, you just, you need to, you need more booze. Like, if you're at a yeah. party or whatever, or sometimes you're like, oh, shit, I've run out of booze, it's 11 o'clock. Fuck, I need to wait till the morning. Oh, well, the party's done, see you later. Yeah, but I guarantee you, in Scotland, we've got the least amount of snaps at the back of the cupboard compared to England, because we end up drinking it because it's left. Whereas in England, <laughs> we go out and buy some beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we end up drinking all the fucking window lean and all the shit that's in the, yep. in the cupboard. <laughs> This is how people get in trouble. <laughs> yep. And um, but yeah, like he's uh, bad Santa has been dumped, which which I reckon was because uh, the actress Mar- refused to come back. Yeah, the yeah, one probably yeah. More girls. Yeah, Marissa Tomai, who's now Aunt uh, Aunt Aunt May in Spider Man. She's yeah. like, there's no fucking way I'm doing that again. <laughs> yeah. Like going fuck me Santa, fuck me Santa. Like yeah, no. Although I'm they too, got someone too to big do it to that. One. <laughs> they got someone to do it, yeah. I like some actress I've never seen before, and she was quite a, like a nice looking lady. But I mean, why would you want to bang him? He's fucking ugly and old, never, and he looks. I mean, she would. looks like and she looks like his, his grandpa. <laughs> and he pisses his suit. Well, he doesn't do that as like as much in he this movie. 
no, no, he gets he pissed on by the young. He kid. gets pissed on, which ha- which happens. Like Bethany's pissed on a Santa before, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that does happen. Um, but yeah, I thought like at the beginning, it was so fucking risky because they made jokes out of suicide, like yeah, like like uh, and for any other movie, right? I would be like, whoa, that's a bit like close to the bone. But here, I was fucking like, I was I was laughing so hard, man. Like, see when he tries to like commit suicide by putting his head hanging. in an electric oven. <laughs> I'm like, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, and, and he then... burns his feet. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. And then he tries to hang himself with a fucking toaster. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my makes. god. But yeah, uh, the Thurman Mormon is still completely stupid, but he it's not like cute anymore because in the first movie it's kind of cute where he's like a little a little kid and he's like, oh, blah, blah, and he thinks he's the, like he thinks this is the real Santa and like, oh, Santa. Uh, oh, you're, you're like... You're having sex with uh, you're having sex with this lady. Oh, where's Mrs. Claus? What would you think? And he's like, "Oh, this is Mrs. Claus's uh, sister." <laughs> yeah, and it's fine. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but in this one, he's like, the Thurman Thur- Norman's got a job, and, and he, he, he buys him a prostitute. And he buys him a prostitute. Yep. Yeah. And he says, "Hand isn't food. <laughs> like, don't put butter on your hand. Hand isn't food." Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Uh, the the midget was pussy blind in the first movie. I thought that was hilarious, <laughs> and that's why he was like, that's why he tried to backstab uh, Santa because he was pussy blind. I'm like, that's a great term. Like, I, I've known people that have been pussy blind before. Like, when you think back on it, and you're like, yeah, you were pussy blind during all those years. <laughs> and then and then like uh, Thurman wants. <laughs> Uh, Santa to pop his cherry. He's like, you promised me you would pop my cherry. He's like, no, 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 no. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> um, and he also talks about, like, Thurman talks about uh, have, having a having a wank with uh, his, like, over his mum with God watching over him. Like, yeah. that. that's fucking funny. Like, what? Uh, uh, well, he gives, like, a really ridiculous description of sex <laughs> to him. He's like, oh, you put you put your little sausage in there, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, the kid does run away though from this hooker, and to be fair, I would run away from that hooker as well. Yeah, like, she was horrible. She was horrible looking. Like, if you're gonna like bang a hooker, like, at least get a fucking like all right looking one. Yeah, but this it's was not... probably done as a favor, like for free. It wasn't exact, or like once you finish, give her twenty dollars. He said. <laughs> yeah. Actually, <laughs> so, yeah, they 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 plan to rob this charity and. uh he meets his mum. I didn't remember his mum was in the first movie. Yeah, she, she wasn't in it long. I think it was it. She maybe like right away or something. Yeah, he walks up and punches her in the face. Isn't it? Yeah, and this one he just like walks up and punches her straight in the face, and she's like, oh, "Okay." Um, and it turns out that she's got Parkinson's, and it's kind of like they set it up like she's dying essentially, and that she's like trying to reconnect with him because she's dying, but she's not actually dying. <laughs> Yeah. She's kind of like just putting it on. And I'm like, okay, just to just to get him on side, um, and and even though she has Parkinson's, she can apparently still give a mean hand job. <laughs> yeah, she said that. Uh, we also find out that the uh, the midget guy has been uh, teabagging Santa and posting his pics on Instagram. Oh, <laughs> which is with, fucking I'll give you that no, no, the like, end was good <laughs> the end was good but like but the midget was doing this to uh, to Santa and he's got like thousands out, of yeah. thousands of followers and he's been doing it for years oh that's fucking hilarious uh, I thought it was funny that they, they kind of played on the fact that nobody listens to Santa when he's collecting like so that he's just like saying oh like oh get, give us money give us money and then the people give him money and they're like 
oh, you cheap bastard, you only give me like 50 cents. And nobody even like yeah. turns around. Like, no one yeah. is listening at all to any single word that he says. No. Um, and we, there's a Santa fight, which was funny as well. And he's like mm-hmm. claiming that this guy's like a pedophile and that. Like, <laughs> when he's not, he's just like, ah, and he tries to like pretend that he's a hero because yeah. this Santa was a pedophile when he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there's also, uh, he says he never sucked a jizz out of anybody's ass. <laughs> Which says that he was, he was like, it wasn't felching. I can't remember what That's what it was. What it he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I can't remember the actual thing that the lady said. What she, what he was doing. But yeah, um, it turns out that it's okay to steal from this charity because the head of the charity is cheating on his wife. So it's fine. You can steal from him. Not a problem. Yeah. Um, we found out that Wally was born when uh, his mum was thirteen. <laughs> so. We kind of understand why uh, he's so messed up, because like this is coming from a broken fucking family, uh, and it's it's kind of like a a play on like what happens in America. Like if if somebody was to like to go through this, they might end up like like uh, the Santa does. Like it's fucking he, he's, I mean he's not a nice guy, but he's had he's had a hard hard life, and they don't really go too much into that. But his mum is a fucking dickhead to him. Like, the entire time. Absolute arsehole. She's not nice to him, I don't think, one time. Um, No, he's he's not. He's not. But, like, we we can understand why he's not a nice guy because of, like, the way he's been raised. And, like, his upbringing and, like, his childhood must have been fucking messed up as hell. Uh, so the the husband is actually robbing the charity as well. So it's okay to rob from him. It's fine. No problem. Uh, the, the ginger, the the ginger lady who uh, who really wants to bang, who he was clearly going to bang as soon as we saw her. They're like, yep, he's going to bang her. Uh, she it turns out she was an alky who used to have five ways. <laughs> You're like, okay, that came from absolutely nowhere, but fair enough. They're like, because she, she's like presented as like this upstanding member of this charity, and then she's like, oh, I used to be an alcoholic, and I used to bang five guys at one time. You're like, okay, fair enough. Uh, we see the this date between the uh, between this like fat security card lady and the the midget where they they go home and he's like oh so can I come in and she's like no because you're a midget she's she's hatest she's entirely hatest and she's she says that it would if he was the banger it would be like a chihuahua fucking a great dane yeah <laughs> which I mean it kind of would but like he he obviously likes her like. Because he's like, oh, I want to I wanna get with you. And she's like, no, 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 I don't like you. See, obviously the ginger lady ends up getting banged by Santa in a dirty alleyway. And and he he, he wants her to call, call him Santa. <laughs> That's weird. But he's obviously, like, trying to reminisce to, like, the first movie when uh, when he had the, the the woman that was, like, wanting, wanting to bang Santa. <laughs> had the weird fantasy of banging Santa. I do love how entire like in in the first movie as well, like how the how the Santa does not wear his beard properly at all at any point. Never. He's just yeah. like he's wearing the beard, but it's like never over his mouth. He's like, yeah, I can't be fucked. <laughs> I just like put it there, but I don't want I don't want my mouth to be too warm. So yeah, I'll just have it there. Uh, and then we see these wee kids like asking them for, like stuff that they want for Christmas, and one one wee kid wants all the fucking like games, 
all yeah. the games and he lists off all this bunch of games and I'm like okay like that's a solid slate of games you want there kid but <laughs> none of those games are age appropriate for you at all like no, your mum and dad is not going to buy those games true, for you though. they, well, they shouldn't it, that is true and it's kind of like a, a... okay mm-hmm. so at my work today a customer came in for GTA and Kenny explained to her what was in the game like mm-hmm. you can kill people you can waterboard and she says but can you kill animals in it and he went not in this version but on the, the next gen she goes oh it's fine then as long as you can't kill animals you don't kill animals on the on the last gen one nah there's no like they added the cats and the birds and things like that they're that not, you could shoot like in, not goats in the next gen no there's goats there's no you can kill goats I'm sure you, you can def- you definitely can I'm sure there's a bit where where Trevor has a goat no, I could, I could be wrong, but I'm sure yeah. there's animals you could kill. No, they there's added sharks it as part and stuff of the, in it. You can't kill them. They can eat you if you swim too long. Yeah, that's it. Can't, but she doesn't care if you, if you nope. can kill humans. Just, Waterboard, torture. No, <laughs> fuck's sake. Yep, she bought it for her seven-year-old's Christmas. Jesus, I mean, like I would not let Bethany play Grand Theft Auto Five. Absolutely no way. Like, if she wants to play a game like that, I would get her Lego City undercover. Or even... Well, no. No, not even, like... I mean, Ellie Noir is, like, as close as you can get to that, but on the other side, yeah. like, playing a cop. But because there's so much, like, language and... St- it's still and got all the shit involved and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, no. But, yeah, uh, Lego City undercover if you want a game like GTA, but not GTA for kids. Because yeah. that's the way to go. And if you want a fucking shooting game, get Splatoon. To an, ex- to an extent, sleeping dogs because you play as a cop and it's all kung fu. There's no real well, there is guns, but you, it's mostly just fight kung fu. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, for kids, kids shouldn't play Grand Theft Auto. Not at that age. No, they can't. No. They can't understand it. And like, yeah, they see they, waterboarding. They don't get it. Are they going to kick the towel and pour water? On? Yeah, I mean, you could kill somebody with, like don't shit like that. Yeah, but I mean, that's the that's the fucking parents' choice. Like, I mean. I, I mean, I don't think Bethany would like GTA if she played it right now. <laughs> she would be like, Daddy, I don't like this. Too many no, guns. Well, like, okay. When she hits a bit 12 or something, like, even like, shit about it, like, when she was around at main last. Mm. I mean, the thing is, like, uh, like, I remember playing GTA and, like, GTA 1, and, I mean, we must have been, what, like, maybe, like, 10, 13. 12 when that came out, something like that? Yeah, 13. like, 12, 13 when we, when we played that. But that was fucking, like, that was top down. That was like a arcade game back then, almost. You know, yeah. and yeah, okay, you could run over people, but they didn't really look like people, and they didn't really look that much like cars. And it was all very, it was all very gamey. And like now, it's now yeah, it's the Harry Krishnas to run over, and obviously yeah. like a red splat. But now it's yeah. like realistic sort of violence. And and, and I, I mean, you had to you had to screw the thumbsticks to take out the guy's teeth when Trevor was doing the torturing. Yeah, and I mean, like, because you've got realistic, like, AI people in it, like, yeah. just the folk wandering about, and you run them over, like, yeah, and they try to jump out the way, and you yeah. still kill them, you know, <laughs> and like, if you try and shoot people, they run away from you, and then you pursue them and kill them, like, yeah, it's all kind of, I mean, once once you're kind of of a certain age, it's, it's alright, because you can understand, like, oh, it's just fake fantasy violence, but, but yeah, I mean, kids that age shouldn't really be playing this, especially with the, like, the language and shit like that in it. Language, language, children. Um, yeah. There's also one. There's another kid who wants a penguin, but doesn't care if it's a dead penguin or a live penguin. 
that's creepy i'm like i mean i can understand you wanting a live penguin like as a pet fair play but like it doesn't matter if it's alive like what what are you gonna do with a dead penguin kid <laughs> what's your plan for this penguin i want to see the the sequel to this where it's about that kid and that penguin and like what does she do with it is she want to bang the penguin that's a worrying thought uh, he also gets a hand job off a shot putter. <laughs> yeah. And they make dead wife jokes in this movie. Dead wife jokes. <laughs> Which, I mean, it's, it's very risky, this movie. Incredibly so. Um, And she gives, uh, like, her... His mum gives her gives him a vibrator at one point, which is, which is weird on all kinds of levels. Uh, and also gives him a gun. A vibrator and a gun at the same time. Uh, there's another terrible security guard in this movie. Like we've we've seen these terrible security guards in so many movies now. <laughs> and there was, I mean, there was what, that one in Home Alone. Who slept on the job? Yeah, awful. And there's this guy who these people are clearly up to some shit, and he just can't work out what it is. He is like trying a little bit, but he's terrible at his job. Fucking terrible. Uh, Santa gets to bang this ginger lady up against a Christmas tree, where there's like. Kids People just it over the way. <laughs> You're like, okay. And that would not be comfortable to like bang someone against a Christmas tree. Like, fuck that. Yeah. Absolutely no way. Imagine like imagine all the spines they would just get everywhere. Yep. Nope, nope, I would not do that. That'd be worse than the beach. Like and just <laughs> <laughs> if you're from our uh, but Thurman still loves Willie, and he's still got this elephant that uh, that he had at the end of the last movie when uh, Willie was trying to give him the elephant, and uh, he got shot trying to give it to him, and it's still covered in his blood. He's never bothered to wash out the blood. Like, <laughs> fuck's sake, wash the fucking elephant. Um, and it does look as if he's going to like abandon him at a laundromat, which I was like, oh my god, like you can't do that. And like he does it, and he just he steals his money as well, and you're like, oh fuck, he's like, <laughs> got off the deep end. But then he comes back, and you're like, oh, he does love him really. And the big fat security lady wants to bang basically everybody except for the except for the midget, <laughs> which is funny. And she bangs Santa, <laughs> and and he, she keeps saying like Mama when uh, when he's banging her, and she's he's like, no, don't say Mama, that's weird. And and I would find that weird, like. If if someone said that while I was banging him, you're like, no, no, and like that's just a that's a fucking turn off. Like, do not see that. <laughs> Especially like for uh, for Willie here because he does not like his mum at all, and his mum is also very ugly. Yes. So yeah, she's in a lot of things. Banging. She's in a lot of things. That woman. Yeah, um, uh, Kathy Bates. Bobby, Bobby Boucher's mum and. Yeah, uh, Kathy Bates is her name. She was in uh, what was it Carrie? I think it was. American Horror Story as well. Oh, she's been in fucking loads of things, yeah. Uh, so yes, Thurman Merman turns out has this talent. He can sing, um, and he also gets to be Santa as well, which is which was quite nice. Um, and it's nice that he can actually do something rather than just like make a sandwich. Like they've actually given him like a talent that he can use for something. Only at Christmas time though, for singing that like that. Like <laughs> maybe he could be the next like Susan Boyle. That's what he should go for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the so they end up doing the robbery and they they manage to crack a safe and whatnot and the uh, uh well his mum ends up like she shoots and then runs over the midget 
Like, yeah, because and he doesn't die. He tried to, he tried to kill um, Willie in the first one. Yeah, he tried to kill Willie in the first one, and he did like pull a double cross on him again here, but yeah. it didn't quite didn't quite play out. But you know, like it, it's just what happens in with thieves. Like thieves' honor is they don't have a code of honor. These people. <laughs> Uh, and they end up like going to this like Santa Con thing, and uh, well, his mum ends up shooting him. <laughs> Shoots him once, and then they, there's like the money ends up going everywhere. So they did steal the money, but the money all get given out to all these random Santas from all over the place. So nobody really won in terms of the money thing. And uh, and then the mum goes to like shoot Willie again to kill him, and uh, Thurman like jumps in front of him and saves her and saves him. Which was kind of, which was very nice and like reminiscent of the, uh, of the first movie when uh, Santa got shot, like whilst trying to give uh, the present to Furman. So I don't know. It was it was kind of like a nice ending because um, he does get, uh, he also gets a Christmas hand job, happy ending. <laughs> and uh, Thurman leaves like the, like the, a gift out for for Santa, and addresses it for you and Mrs. Santa's other sister. <laughs> Which I thought was brilliant, and uh, and then I thought, like, I thought at the very end of this movie, like when, because Willie goes in to visit like the the magic guy, and he picks up like a pillow, I'm like, oh, he's gonna kill him, and like that's gonna be like the end, but he like picks up the pillow and then just like puts it back down, and then tea bags the magic, which is just a great ending, like to tea to tea bag him, in the same way as he did him, getting his own back on him, so I mean. To me, it was like a lot reminiscent of the first movie, and like I, I laughed a lot in this movie. Like I, I really did enjoy it. Like just maybe not quite as much as the first movie, but like really still did enjoy it. Um, I, I definitely, I liked it actually better than Jungle All the Way Two, definitely. I didn't. I disagree completely. Um, didn't like the movie at all. Didn't think it was as good as the first one. Its only redeeming thing for me was it was better than Home Alone Four. <laughs> Not saying it was a bad movie, it's just like everything that it done wasn't anything the first one hadn't already done. I mean, I think they pushed it a wee bit further than this, with like no, like doing like much. the suicide jokes and like dead wife jokes and that sort of shit. Like, uh, yeah, there definitely I, won't be a third one. Whereas after Jingle All the Way Two, you easily see a third one. Yeah, you can see a third one like um, using that same concept as like the same yeah. thing, but but I don't think this do movie did. No, I mean I don't think this movie did very well at the at the box office. I think the the reason they made the second one because I mean the first one came out again like like it seems to be very common with these movies years before the second one. Like I mean when was Bad Santa one out like two thousand six or something? It was years ago. Two thousand and three, Bad Santa one was like, yeah. and and Bad Santa two is like fucking hell. Last that's, year. Yeah, last last year. Yeah, two thousand sixteen. So. <laughs> Like Jesus, That's what a thirteen years gap? Thirteen year gap, yeah. <laughs> to to Billy Bob's credit, so he doesn't look any older. He doesn't know. Like I mean, I mean, he didn't look good in the in the first movie, no. and he doesn't look good here. So, I mean, he probably looks about the same. But yeah, thirteen years is a long time. But I I really liked it. Like uh, I I thought it was really funny. Um, I know this like this movie's not got like a good rap a, a good rap at all, and like on Rotten Tomatoes, and that it's like really low, like 23% Rotten Tomatoes it is. <laughs> but I think it's just the time, like, like the, I mean, this movie, maybe, maybe it doesn't need to exist anymore. It like, 
Bad Santa One was kind of like a flash in the pan where people were like, "Oh, this is a different like type of Christmas movie." And like, I mean, people love Die Hard as a Christmas movie, which it totally is. And like, people love Bad Santa One as a Christmas movie because it's a totally different style of Christmas movie from what you're used to. But it still has like those kind of underlying feel good message. And this movie has that as well. Like, it totally still has like feel good stuff in there, like the way Thurman is with uh, with Willie and the way Willie ends up being with uh, with Thurman. So I, I liked it. I thought it, it did justice to the first movie, and uh, the jokes were fucking funny. Like <laughs> risky as hell, but I, I really enjoyed it. Thought it was hilarious. I've seen riskier jokes being told. Like the movie oh, for sure. didn't. The, 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 it wasn't that risky, to be fair. Like maybe in this current PC era, like you know, you can't say anything you, to anybody because it's like that's not what they associate themselves with. But for me, I don't need to see this again. Uh, I will watch the first one again because I enjoy it. But this mm. one isn't better than the first one. And I no, no, it's not better. Need, I don't feel the need to see it. Whereas, like Jingle All the Way Two, different, more. It was a lot. It was different enough that I probably would watch it again. Like obviously, mm. once my wee one's a bit older, well, a lot older because she's only going to be born next month. But again, <laughs> yeah. you know, what I mean, like Bad Santa Two for a movie for me. If I had the choice, I'll just watch the first one again. Like. That would be enough for me. Um, nothing wrong, like I said, with the cat, doesn't that? Nothing wrong, but it was the same mm. stuff recycled with the boy a bit older. I felt like I didn't feel like it was that different from the first one, apart from the jokes, like you said. But nah, not for me. No, I can't agree with you in this one. So I'm gonna go never, ever, ever fucking watch this movie ever again. <laughs> and I'm gonna say it's a hidden gem. This one, hidden gem. <laughs> So we've got our first disagreement. First disagreement, to be honest. But um, so next week, are we going to go home alone five? Are we? Yeah, let's let's just do that, and then that'll be our Christmas ones done, dusted. But Boxing Day movie, so we'll be hungover watching it. No, we won't. I'll be at work. So (laughs) yeah, I'll be Um, at work as well. (laughs) Yeah, so we'll watch it after work begrudgingly. I'll maybe even try and watch Christmas Day because I'm sitting in the house. I'll try and see that at some point. I don't know that. Thing. I don't think I really want time. to watch that on Christmas Day. <laughs> well, you don't need to. You've got, you've got a week. You can watch it any other. What's week. just just before we like we get into talking yeah. about games? What's the like? Do you watch like a movie on Christmas Eve? Like, do you have like a tradition of like a movie you always watch on well, Christmas Eve? Um, yeah, but it's not really a tradition because I do that like most weeks. <laughs> I watched no, like, but this is, I mean the same movie. Like, do you watch like the same movie every Christmas Eve? That sort of thing, watched, or around about that time? I watched. I watched. Um, yeah, there's two actually. Yeah, there is one. It's not a Christmas movie. It's just something that I watch. Like, um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just start with Tasha. She watches a shit film that I hate. That I've seen once and I'm, I never watched. Every year she watches The Holiday, where Jack Black swaps places with like Jude Law or some handsome guy, and they do mm-hmm. like almost wife swap or something like that. And oh, is shit. that the one with? Uh... What's her Cameron face Cameron Diaz? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they do that. Um I like watching Toy Story and um Star Wars, but that's what I mean by Star Wars, it's not really a tradition. Mm. I just <laughs> Star Wars. I don't know, like I always try and watch a James Bond movie. That's kind of a Christmas thing to do with okay. James Bond about Christmas. But I t- Home Alone sorry, I tell a lie. There is. I watch Home Alone Two, specifically Home Alone Two every year. Good movie. Yeah. Because yeah. of the talk boy. <laughs> that's that's exactly there's nothing wrong with the first one. I like them about mm. the same but the top boy just gives me that edge and Tim Rice and um, Rob Schneider and um, the hotel just love them mm. and the sticky do you, do you still have your top boy 
Uh, my mum's somewhere, yeah, in the loft, probably. Like, I, I don't have I mean, we, we would have sold it at a car boot sale years and years ago. But, well, like, unless my mum's cleared it out. I remember like recording, and I've still got a tape recording somewhere of uh, of me and my brother like making a tape recording for my gran who was in the hospital at the time. And like, there's a tape recording where we got my gran to speak into it. And like, oh. this is when my gran was in the hospital, like not not that long before she before she died. So like, there's I need to like digitize this recording and like yeah. dig it out to bring it back. If I mean it's a tape and it's twenty twenty odd year old, but <laughs> if <laughs> I can bring it back. <laughs> And I, like that's where I recorded it, but I've still got the tape somewhere. I don't have the talk boy anymore, but I've got this tape, and I always remember like uh, the talk boy always smelled funny, like it smelled like weird. I don't know if you remember this. That's just you, man. No, it had yeah. a plastic <laughs> smell. It did have a plasticky weird. It like, was a nice... weird plastic smell though. Like it didn't like smell like any other plastic. Fig- it smells like when you buy a fake figure from Japan. Yeah, but I mean, it was such a cool thing, like because it looked like a video camera, but he just talked into it. Like there was no video thing to it. It's so ridiculous. But it was cool. Like yeah, even at that stage, there was smaller MP, not MP3, but there was smaller smaller recorders. recorders yeah. yeah, and like one side of the tape you got with it was like uh, quotes from Home Alone, and the other mm. side was blank for you to record on. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean, what back then, you? like back then, what everybody had like recordable tapes. Like you just you had hundreds of them lying about. Um, I apart from Bad I, Santa one. <laughs> yeah, I mean Bad Santa one. We do usually watch every like Christmas period, usually somewhere yeah. around Christmas. Um, but um, we probably we might not do that this year because we watch Bad Santa two. Because like, we usually would do it when usually we watch that when we're what like watch uh, when we're wrapping up presents and stuff like that. But instead, yesterday we watched Bad Santa two and uh, wrapped the presents while we're while we're watching that. Um, but always on Christmas Eve, we will always watch Nightmare Before Christmas. Like every year. I fucking like love that movie, man. Like it's so good. Like I've got, I've got a Jack Skellington cookie jar, and like we've had that this thing for years, man. Like I fucking love Night Before Christmas. It's so good. It's by miles my favorite level in uh, Kingdom Hearts as well. What's so, this? So what's good. this? This the songs, man. What's oh this? my god. What's yeah. this? Nah, I don't like it. It's a Halloween movie anyway. I know it's a Halloween movie, right? But there is also there is also Christmas in it because he goes to Christmas Town. Yeah, I know it does. I've seen the film, but yeah. it, to me, it's never been a Christmas movie. Like it's no, just I called know. the Nightmare Before Christmas. It's uh, no, I, I get that. It's it's technically a Halloween movie, right? And and like I would never ever put it as a Christmas movie, but it's just always the movie that we watch on Christmas Eve. Um, and we've done that. I don't know the last like six years, something like that. So we do it like every year. To be honest, this weekend, like I plan on watching uh, Jingle All the Way One because it's on Netflix now. It got mm. added, you know how every year they add their Christmas wins. Mm. For some reason, Back to the Future was included. That's not Christmassy to me. Um, no, it's not. Oh, is it set yeah. at Christmas? No. Back to the Future 1? No. No. No, there's lights. They hang lights. It, 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 no, not, that's just... Are the, the no, that, Yeah, but that's just for the electricity. It's for the <laughs> right, okay. under the sea dance that's like set at the end of the year for school. Oh, yeah, because it's more like the homecoming yeah. dance sort it's of thing. It's the homecoming right, lights, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, it's not Christmas. It's not Christmas. The, okay. se- the second one's in the future, also not at Christmas, and the third one's in Wild West where they didn't have sun and stuff. So there's no <laughs> Christmas. There's a, there's a gap in the market. Back to the Future does Christmas. There maybe was a Christmas episode of the cartoon. Can't remember. Hmm, could have been. But no, I don't know. I think I want to watch Jingle All the Way 1 this year. I do like watching Toy Story at Christmas. Like, I don't know why. Toy Story's it's a probably, good movie, like all of them. It's not a Christmas film. There is Toy Story no. does Christmas one, but I mean, like Toy Story one. I just I think it's probably because when we were younger, the first big toy I remember when it was about ninety six and ninety seven was Buzz Lightyear. Yep, that was the first big crazed toy that I remember mm. at Christmas anyway. Um, 
and I got mine in Canada, and mine actually had like an extra bit that they, they didn't have over here. I think it eventually came out, but mine, it was the same toy, but it had a backpack that fired discs that Buzz never had in the film. It just like, there was a slot in his back, so it fitted into my friend's ones as well. Like it just went dunk, but right. no one else had it. So everybody always wanted to borrow mine because it clipped mm. onto like his wrist, but it also plugged in his back and looked like an extra right. bit. Okay. My thing, is, my thing is that I always wanted, and it pissed me off so much, why they didn't capitalize originally and release it with the rocket box, which was part of the toy in the film. I know they mm. eventually released like the, the anniversary edition that came in that box. I don't know if you ever seen it at the shops and it had I the did, rocket yeah, yeah. box. And yep. it's like, why wasn't it originally released like that? Like box, that, was, that box was like, great as well, man. Yeah. So like they did have that and they did eventually have the one with the, like the better wings, like the wings that we got were like we stumpy ones. And but the Buzz Lightyear was perfect. Like movie accurate, apart from these wee stupid wings. Remember them? You pop the back and it's just like, pop. Those old runs didn't extend, like they yeah, didn't... <laughs> and he didn't have a karate chop either. Yeah, the um, I, do you know I never had a Buzz Lightyear toy when I was when I was young. Um, do you, know, do I... you remember the ship version though, the silver and black one that no one wanted? It's worth a fucking fortune now. It was like a alternate edition Buzz Lightyear right. that was always yeah. in the shelves. It wasn't the original colours. He was like silver with black bits. It wasn't the white and green and blue and whatever. Right. It was silver and black. It's worth a fortune. Hmm. No, I've never seen that. Um, but yeah, like I, I got a but I got a Buzz Lightyear. Maybe I don't know, nine nine odd years ago, something like. That. No, not last year. Um, no, when you were about like, twenty. <laughs> yeah, when I was in my when I was in my twenties, like we we got all like the Toy Story figures. But like once once we had Bethany and after she uh, after she started growing up and that like, and started to like get into Toy Story and stuff like, that, I just ended up giving them all to her. And I had them all like in the boxes <laughs> and they were like unopened, like Buzz and Woody and Jesse and uh, then like once Bethany got old enough to like play with them we were just like okay well you can just have these and they all, they gradually came out of the boxes and they are now like in a toy box where they should be <laughs> instead of displayed on a shelf somewhere see that picture the, I've sent you right, right that's the silver and black one right but see the, see the thing that comes with it with the discs that came with my normal edition that's okay. just the one that had in Canada but over here that never had launched unless you bought this silver one hmm yeah, no, I never saw that one. No. Never ever saw that one. Hmm. But yeah, that's that's kind of our Christmas tradition. Watching Nightmare Before Christmas, the Night Before. No, other, no other movies that you watched. No, no, that's it. Like Bad Santa, but like say, Home Alone. Bad Santa this year. No, Home don't watch Home Alone. Don't watch it. I, I do like Home Alone one and two, but we we don't we don't watch them. Yeah, I've seen them. I've seen them before. So okay, so oh, there's the one that. So want that with the utility belt and stuff. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to level about all the video games played throughout the week. What's been happening in the video game news? Uh, so yeah, someone's managed to figure out how to complete Mario Odyssey without jumping one time, <laughs> which is crazy. What? Like, I know. What? I know. How did you pass that last level where you have to jump all the blocks? Uh, what they've what they've basically done is they've kind of they've not glitched it right, but they've worked out what and is counted as a jump, and yeah, yeah, so they've worked out like what's counted as a jump in the game. So like if you press the jump button whilst yeah. he's already in the air, it's okay. Yeah. So like if you if you go if you like throw Cappy run into him, then that boosts you up in it there, and that doesn't count yeah. as a jump. And then you can then jump anywhere you want. Do this. Like <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like. I think it's interesting, like the way that like people do look at the games and try to like play them in different ways. So like it's kind of cool, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I think the guy has the guy played through it like four or five times to 
get to the point where it was like, yeah, you haven't jumped. Because you can't track your jumps in the game until you've completed the game. Like, because you go to uh, Toadette, and Toadette tells you how many times you jumped. And I mean, like, when when I went and looked at mine, mine's like 3,000. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and this guy managed to do this guy managed to do it without jumping one time. He tried to, like, his first run, he, I think he jumped, like, 23 times. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he did it again, and it's like, one time. I'm like, okay, and then had to do it again, and managed Damn. to do it like none times so nuts. there was like one that he said was really difficult to work out how to actually do it without jumping he had to do like a kind of weird skip thing for it like yeah. and you can only do it in like two player mode because yeah. uh there's one point where you it draw the cap, you know yeah. yeah so there's one point when you're uh there's one point when you're see at the start of the game and there's a couple uh, other points in the game where you're started off and you are like lying on the ground and you have to push the jump button. There's nothing else you can do. Now, there's like three times like that happens in the game. Two of them don't count as jumps, and one of them does. <laughs> so the only way to get around that is like to play in two-player mode and to have Cappy start off and like th- sort of throw him, and then like into Mario and he gets up. I also seen one that kind of links into this, where um, you know how they've got the GameCube attachment now. They use the. Hmm. Donkey Kongs to complete Breath of the Wild. Mm. Oh, the bongos. Yeah. Nice. Use that to finish Zelda. <laughs> nice. That's cool. Uh, apparently, Wasteland Two is uh, coming to the Switch. Yay! Oh, great. <laughs> uh, the Ignis DLC for Final Fantasy Fifteen finally out now on PS4 and Xbox One. What? Yay! Ignis DLC out on now on PS4 Xbox One. That's the supposedly the, the final DLC. <laughs> Still haven't finished it. <laughs> One day I'll finish Final Fantasy Fifteen. No, you won't. <laughs> uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds has had a massive launch on the Xbox One. Um, I think they've racked up over a million players in the first like forty-eight hours. PUBG. Yeah. Which is which is good. I'm not that surprised, yeah. especially. I mean, it's I'm, good because it's still I'm, in early access. It's had its first update already. It yeah, they've already updated and patched and that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not really about. It's not really a graphical game. It's more about the gameplay, which is fine. I mean, you can sacrifice graphics for gameplay. That's not a problem. Like, it doesn't yeah. have to be look look fucking uber realistic for you to make a good game. I haven't played it again since because there was a minute we were playing Fraser and uh, he was too hungover, so I just played Battlefront 2 instead. Like, mm. <laughs> he was just so rough after uh, <laughs> stuff now. Uh, Titan Quest is coming to Switch, PS4, and Xbox One next year. Yay. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is getting an update in uh, this month where it's going to apparently fix the map, which is apparently bad, but you said it's not bad? Like, you don't uh, mind it? I didn't know why this was getting updated. I read this story and I was like, eh? Like I'm enjoying this game. Like I don't have much to cover in it because, like, I'm more exploring. Like I'm, I'm doing an Andy in it because I want to see everything. I haven't really hit any more story beats, but I didn't see an issue with the map at all. Like, legitimately, I've spent a lot of time in this game, and no, don't see a problem with it at all. Mm. No. Um, my Nintendo's added some smartphone cases, uh, but only in Japan. Um, are sucks. any of these for like any of these for uh, like like normal phones, or are they all for like Wabies? What? Like, what phones are they for? I don't. I didn't read it. Oh, you didn't <laughs> read it. You sent me an article and didn't read it. Oh my god! I don't read any of the ones I sent you. 
Um, yeah, so there, it looks like there's some for iPhones. It doesn't really say though, like what they're for, what phone they're for. Uh, okay, anyway, looks like they're probably for iPhones. Um, Nintendo's filed a patent for a passive walking device. <laughs> yep. Like, okay, I, I don't get why, but Nintendo has like done these things before for like the quality of life stuff. Like, remember they had a heartbeat monitor thing? What's, what's happening with all that? Remember that was announced that... Yeah, quality and the quality of life, life stuff, yeah. Uh-huh. They've kind of gone away from that, but I mean, they, they could bring it back. Like, I mean, they did do Wii Fit and all that shit before, so... If the Switch does well enough, you'll see all that shit come over. If, like, you'll see Wii well Fit enough. Switch. Yeah. No, 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 I know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the shovelware will start to come down the pipe. You'll see Wii Fit, Wii Fit Switch. I can't wait. <laughs> Imagine they made you balance on the Switch. That'd be hilarious. As long Stand as on your Switch! <laughs> yeah, I mean, Wii Sports is something that they should 100% do no, for the Switch. Not even the sports. Just bowling. No, I think it needs tennis as well. Like, I love the tennis. Tennis, no, golf, just, bowling. Just bowling. That's what you need. Tennis, golf, bowling. I, I had the golf in the Wii U and it was clever enough. Like, the golf ball, you had to put the tablet in the floor. Mm-hmm. And see, the it didn't work. To tee off, I remember that. That was... That, remember they give you a, they give you a bit of plastic just so you could do that in, yeah. the, in, the Wii, in the Wii U box? That was the only function that this fucking... <laughs> this fucking bit of plastic had was to level yeah. it out if you had the Switch, like, laying and flat. That <laughs> and that, that only... They only used it in that one game. Yeah. <laughs> Like, okay. That was a fucking waste of that bit of plastic. Um, Burnout Paradise has apparently been rated for uh, the Switch. That's interesting. It's quite a popular game still. Went a bit nuts for it. Yeah, I mean, it's Burnout Paradise is a fucking great game. Like, uh, I loved, like, just driving about and, like, smashing the billboards and that. It was brilliant fun. Open world. I never did any of the races. Just drove about, smashed billboards and, like, found the uh, the hidden, you know, the, the hidden things. Yep. Hidden Pass. After and, uh, Forza Horizon 3, I have no need for it. Yeah, but like, if you don't have Forza Horizon 3 and you only have a Switch, then... But I don't. Maybe... I've got the most powerful console in the world. No, <laughs> oh, yeah. Bloody console. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that. Um, but yeah, the... But I mean, Burnout Paradise is an old game though at this point. I mean, what was it? 2011, maybe? If even that late... Like, yeah, so that's an old game. I mean, like, Switch could do it justice, but it's a fucking old game. Like, you need. I would rather they made, like, a new Burnout game for the Switch and for the other consoles as well than made a yeah. remake of Burnout Paradise, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pokemon Crystal's coming to 3DS early next year, and it's going to be another one where it's released in a physical oh. edition that's just a cardboard <laughs> box that has a code in it. It's just so game can sell it, that's the only reason to do that. Uh, the new 2DS XL Pikachu edition is coming to Europe. It looks horrible. I hate yeah, this. It's worse than... The Pokeball one didn't look too bad, but the Pikachu yep. one... But it comes with the box version of... Which is interesting to me. Why would you put the box version of a code in a box? <laughs> yeah, this... She's like, let's make this package bigger. Yo, let's dog, we heard you packaging. like boxing. <laughs> like, I mean, Nintendo was... Nintendo was so big, like back in the day, like not even back in the day, just a few years ago, about like making the box smaller. Um, they, they took out the charger, and yep. they they didn't even put a code in the box. They pre-installed the game on your system for you. Yep. <laughs> so, and now they're you know what I mean? Like, this is all the cardboard they've saved. Yeah, they've just like went, oh shit, we've got too much cardboard fact, now. Get rid you know of this cardboard. They've, they've been buying it off the guy from um, Jingle All the Way Two. <laughs> 
That's how he's a millionaire. I just thought the cardboard boxes for Pokemon Crystal and uh, <laughs> uh, Hyperkin has created a portable pro uh, a prototype of a portable N64 mini. Yeah, could Which be cool. It but looks... I doubt it will come out. Yeah, I mean, I like the idea of it. I mean, it's a cool idea, and the the N sixty four did have a very unique controller, which is the I mean, that is the best way to play an N sixty four game right now is using like the original hardware. So, I, I don't know if you could plug a car into this or or how it would work, but it does have a screen essentially built into the top of the controller. Kind of a cool idea, but like we say, it's just a prototype. Maybe it will get made. Maybe it won't. Um, and a lot of the N sixty four's best games were multiplayer. Yeah, that's the thing, and like this, you wouldn't have that here. Like you would be able to play Mario sixty four, cool, and Zelda like Ocarina of Time. But I mean, arguably, you could play Ocarina of Time. Yeah, you could play the three DS version, or you could play it on GameCube, which you or could also Wii play U. on the Wii. You know, and then there's the like the uh, the Wii U remake ones. Yeah. Um, to be honest, this doesn't really need to exist because Nintendo can just do the Virtual Console and like eliminate the the market completely. Like so people, like, Virtual seen... Console on the Wii U. Well, yeah, I know, but like, I mean, on the Switch, because um, I mean, people have been, I've seen people comment about this and they're like, oh, that would be amazing, blah, 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 but like Nintendo probably wouldn't license this and uh, because they don't need to because they can just go, oh, well, we'd rather just make and money like, ourselves yeah, on the Switch the, by the virtual Yeah, console. but you know, what Nintendo are notorious for as well, that Sega and Nintendo, Sega and like other things, like, yeah, okay, you've done that now because Sega hasn't got the power. Nintendo will put a lawsuit mm-hmm. out and say cease and desist if this starts. Mm-hmm. They do it to fucking yeah, well. fan games that were coming out for free, for fuck's sake. Yeah, <laughs> so Nintendo isn't going to let this happen. Um, the Atari Box uh, Indiegogo campaign has been delayed until next year. I think it's because they don't really know what to like how to make this thing. <laughs> like, what do we do with this? Like, okay, it's going to have all the old Atari games on it. Like, yay, great, old fucking Atari games. Like I can already play what most of the good ones. Yeah, I know. I can already play most of the good Atari games like on other consoles, like Space Invaders, Pac-Man, things like that. They these are everywhere. Like, what else have you got? For fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, you don't. Need, this doesn't need to exist. I mean, it's a nice design, the box. Like, so if you're a big Atari fan, probably not that many of them like still would buy this. But anyway, uh, Battlegrounds is getting a 3D kill cam as well as like a bunch of other features in its new update. And I think the update's already come out, isn't it? Yeah, so the updates out already. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you'll play it once I once I get it. I'll drag you in. <laughs> yeah, I, I know I know Fraser's been playing it. Like I, I'm really looking forward to getting. He's to been play playing with... it a lot with the folk for his work, and I don't really want to make friends with other people's work, and I don't really want to make friends with my work. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot <laughs> of people that that I know that are playing it from from like from our work. So, uh, yeah. like I'll I'll jump in and play with them once I get it, but. Uh, Catherine, yeah, I'll, I'll wait till that game's done. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean it's still in early access, like so. Obviously, it's a wee while away before it comes out official full 1.0 launch. If um, it ever does, I'm still waiting for the full launch of PlayStation. <laughs> uh, do you remember the game Catherine on the PS3 360? Like a puzzle game that was about yeah cheating on his girlfriend or something. Puzzle game. It was about cheating on his girlfriend. Yeah, it was a very fucking weird puzzle game because like the you gameplay like element shit. of it. I do, I do like this shit, right, but it's a really hard game, which I don't like. I don't like hard games. <laughs> I like weird stories, but not if they're oh, hard no. as well. <laughs> but this guy, like, when you when you play as him in the, the puzzle modes, he's got, like, horns on his head and he looks very strange. But it's, like, it's kind of grown a bit of, like, a cult following because, like, a lot of YouTubers and stuff like that have covered it and, like, PewDiePie did, like, 
a whole thing about it. Um, so it's it's very popular and like it's it's kind of grown in popularity since it came out because it was a real real fucking niche title when it came out. Um, but it is getting a remaster on the PS4 and I, I believe it's Xbox One as well. But I could I could be wrong there. Um, no, no PS4. Um, PS4 and the Vita. Ali, the Vita's getting a game. Oh my god. It's come to the Vita. No one will play us on Vita. But on PS4, like, yeah, cool, fair enough. I, I won't buy it because, like, say, I tried it on PS3 and it is too hard for me, this this type of game. I'm not good at them. It is, it is a cool story, though, and, like, I applaud them for uh, for doing it. Um, And finally, it looks like Zelda, a new Zelda game is in development already. Of course it is. Um, And there is, like, a poll kicking around as to whether or not uh, like what? Like what do you want from it? Do you want it to be I open want, world? I want a sequel to Breath of the Wild. Or do you want it to like go back to the traditional way? Hundred no, no. percent sequel open to Breath of the Wild, please. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I would um, agree, I think, and I think can... that's their only option just now. I yep. don't think, I think they, they can, can go back at this point. <laughs> nah, I mean Breath of the Wild is too big a hit, and like it's done too well critically and commercially that that they can they can see the writing on the wall like Nintendo likes money that's why they're that's they are a business they were out to make there money there was more and... copies of Zelda sold in Twitches at one point this year yeah <laughs> yeah so you're gonna you're gonna see a sequel to Breath of the Wild 100% it's gonna be a big massive open world probably a bigger open world um, yeah. maybe a different most likely a different Hyrule and a different layout and all that sort of shit um, and I would expect to see some like bigger dungeons in yeah, it yeah actual old school dungeons instead of small shrines yeah, so you they'll still have shrines for sure because shrines are a big hit and they're really well done. And it works well on the handheld as well. Yeah, absolutely. But like, rather than doing like the guardian beast type things, they'll have like big, big dungeons that you go into. So like, rather than like you go into like a shrine, then you go into like a big, you go into a dungeon. It'll be underground and you'll have to deal like with the, the, the puzzles of it, like a temple. Yeah, that sort of thing. But yeah, really, uh, really looking forward to whatever they do next. I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying Breath of the Wild. Uh, yeah, day one on it, of course. Like, after Breath of the Wild, I'll be fucking day one on every Zelda game. Yep. Hands down. Yep. Which I wouldn't have said before. No, like, neither would I have. Like, being yeah. honest, like, <laughs> I like Zelda enough in mm. being in the video games, but up until Breath of the Wild, they weren't like, shit, Zelda's awesome. They were like, I don't get the hype over Ocarina. I still don't. It was all right, but Breath of the Wild. See all these folks still clinging on to Ocarina. It's not as good as Breath of the Wild. No worries. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I did love Ocarina. Like, absolutely fucking loved it. Um, and I've I've played it through a couple of times, like over the years. But yeah, uh, that that'll be a discussion for a uh, for Game of the Year stuff. Whether or not is when are we doing quite, that? Is it two weeks time? Um, we'll do it basically first week of January. I think we'll do it. Okay. I need to finish Breath of the Wild first, Ali. I'm working on it. We don't actually um, finish games this year to like have them in our game. No, no, of course not. Like I've, I've I mean, I've, we've never, never, I've really had that. I know you've kind of tried to stick to that, but yeah. I certainly haven't. Like Final Fantasy 15 was in my list last year, and I still haven't finished it. So, of course it was. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure I criticised you for having it in when you've not. Yeah, but I mean, I, I still like I put forty hours into that game and I enjoyed though, it. So. Are you not finishing stuff to decide on placement? Yes, that's 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 precisely it. I need to I need to finish like these specific games to see where they should fall on the list. There's a game in my um, uh, game of the year that I'll probably never. Play. Well, yeah, probably what? I, well, I've played bits of the campaign mode, but I'll probably never finish it. And yeah, I mean, yeah, Splatoon Two spoils. 
but I mean, I'm going to finish the Splatoon 2 campaign because it's actually alright. It's alright, but I didn't buy it for that. Like, it was, it's not like Battlefront where I was like, well, there's a campaign. Like, there is no Battlefront. This was kind of mm. like, I didn't, oh, there's a campaign at the side here. Yeah. Mm. They, they've even kind of hidden it in the game. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's a weird weird move. <laughs> they just kind of like buried it away. I mean, most, side, most... No, and it's not yeah. just a small campaign like COD. Or... It's huge. A legit, like, it's fucking long. Full campaign, yeah. With story elements linking to the first game, is yeah. I mean, the story is very loose, well, but you know, like. But the bosses are yeah. fun. Bosses are good. Yeah. The toaster, toaster battle was good, and then I thought a tentacle thing was. Yep. Yeah, I've done that. But yeah, uh, that's all the news. Okay, so let's move on to what we've. I'm gonna jump in first because I've played very little. I've one game. Um... Uh, obviously, my Xbox One X I was testing out because I'm going to. You need more time to talk about your new buy. Um, I was playing on my Xbox One X, the most powerful console in the world. Forza 7, absolute incredible looking game, but you know, the Forza's Andy, they've looked good mm-hmm. like on every console they've been on. They've been like trendsetters and like um, they've Gran Turismo, unless it comes back with superb Gran Turismo 7, they are done for just now. Um, Forza 7 is incredible they've got a nice campaign mode in it uh, they've got loot boxes but I don't see any options to buy I just think it's their form of delivery you know there was another game like that recently as well it was like they used loot boxes but it wasn't actually like in game purchases I'm quite sure you probably can buy it in Forza but no hmm. and like they've done a cool way of like it's a card collection of cars so like you've got a card album which is a nice wee touch um, cool and their career mode is you kind of do some like I'm not like I like watching Top Gear and I like the Grand Tour, but I'm not like big into like car racing. I'm not into Formula One. I'm not into rally racing, watching it in the telly. I just like watching reviews and cars and like Clarkson and uh, Hammond and May talking about stuff and doing stupid shit. Um, I like seeing the cars and I like playing driving games, but they had kind of like at the start of the career mode, um, famous races, like I was saying, and I I, I can't really relate to them because. I know who Nigel Mansell is from years ago. Um, I know I'm aware of who Lewis Hamilton is, but Formula One's the most boring sport in the world to me. Like, I'm not that sort of guy. And I'm not saying it's Formula One, but they've done a weird thing in this career mode that I want to talk about once Andy's back, so I'll tell you about that bit in a minute. But they had, like, uh, finished the race, like, kind of like um, what WWE did in the career mode, weirdly comparing it to that, that uh, finished the match as it happened. And it's, like, finishing, like, pole position, like which is first place. And, like, finishing first place and uh I didn't enjoy that part. It was just kind of you're getting to grips with like the different sort of vehicles. And like I said, I'll leave out the part to when it comes back. And then it boosts you into your own career on Forza. And it's like hot hatchbacks is your first choice. Uh, so you get to choose your first car. And I went with like the Volkswagen Golf. And then once you've finished like a race, it offers you credits that you can use obviously to buy other cars. Um, can't remember what the third option was, but the second option is a car. Now, when I'm playing a car racing game, I'm going to always choose the car, like, legitimately. Um, Forza 7, I think I, I'm start. I prefer them different things. The weird thing with Forza is, like, go back and play the old ones, but I'm starting to really prefer Horizon over, like, the standard race around the track. Now, I don't know about, like, listeners or car racing fans, but, like, Forza Horizon's got the same kind of mechanics is the main series but it's got like so much more fun stuff to do now that Andy's back I'll jump back to like 
the the career mode like the intro where it was showing you different cars. The weird thing in this one is Andy, um, I was saying that I'm not a fan of watching like Formula One or Rally racing. I just like like top gear mm. and programs like that. This one had like famous races and finishing like fun with famous drivers and I'm like no idea who you are like I knew who Clarkson and that was the, the voices mm. were in 5 and 6 but this one it had truck racing like race racing trucks so right. that was interesting but I thought I'm never going to use this part of the game ever unless it's forced on me but this one's the first one that I can really remember that's got a proper actual career mode sort of feeling thing that's really cool um, and like I said once you finish the races you get the option of choose a credits choose a car and I'm always choosing a car I'm like I don't care what car it is I'll, I'll take the car over the credits anytime because it's like 20,000 credits or this car that's worth 40,000 I'm choosing the car please um, it's got some cool things but it was like my last race I'd done it's kind of spicing up the Forza 6 felt a bit dry but like this one it's got a whole um Races like, say, the newest Honda was my last one, and each generation of that car, back 10 years, you've got mm-hmm. to race against every version of it. So, like, the original version of it gets to go first, and then, like, five seconds later, so, well, not five seconds, but, like, every two seconds, each generation, and you're last, so you're, you, you have to wait 20 seconds before you can go, and you have to overtake all these cars to be able to win the new car, like the 2017 version. That's kind of a cool way to introduce the spicing up of the races, but... I'm tending to sway towards Forza Horizon 3 because, like, Scott and my work's got it. A lot of the folk at work got Forza Horizon 3 last year. And I'm like, I haven't really put enough time into it. So I've picked it up and, like, I like driving about in that. I find a Majika's track times and beat Majika. That's my favourite thing to do. Hmm. Um, and it's just so much fun. They've got so much stuff to do in Horizon 3 um, that if I manage to finish the career mode off, which I'm taking chunks out of just now, I probably will get, like, the DLC for it because, well, we might end up seeing a Horizon next year, but... I would hope that they're not going yearly, year in, year out, because it's going to be too much. Because, like, even as you remember in the run up to Fozzie, you're like, you're going to get this. And I'm like, no, no, I probably won't. It, does, it still feels like I'm not finished with six yet. So I'm still playing right. six. But it's because there's so much content added to it right up to the last minute. It's like, I didn't really need another Forza at this stage. But it, it, it does look far better than six. It's got the Xbox One Enhanced. It has the trifecta because Xbox One Enhanced is basically like top end PC. So, like, you all, all things on, like, anti listen like, high effects, you know, all that. 4K's obviously works with 4K, and HDR's obviously HDR, and this one's got all three. And playing the last race of the one that was doing before the show, the map went, you started racing at night time, but it was obviously early morning, so it went to daylight, and see, just seeing that sunrise, I actually crashed a car, like, <laughs> just watching the sunrise come up, and then, like, seeing it in your rearview mirror, it looks so fucking beautiful. Like, Horizon 3 is getting an update next month, and Horizon 3 looks incredible, anyway um and i cannot wait to see what it looks like it doesn't like horizon games have never quite looked on par with the main ones but that's because the main ones only have to worry about the track and the car whereas horizons have always been open world uh, me. so that's all i really played for the seven and horizon three like managed to try the, my, my favorite part of horizon three and i think for andy was you i've talked about you have to drive in australia and you have to drive beach road and i think you yeah. tried in fact you, you've played as well and like uh, you, you drive down roads and there's 488 roads and it felt like gotta catch them all or gotta drive them all Forza Horizon like hey so like I got 488 roads the other night and it was like coming to a point where I was zooming in in the map and like even Tasha was trying to help me find the, the, the greyed out road that I hadn't driven on and like mm-hmm. it was like a tiny wee side track in a place that I'd hardly ever driven and that was, that was good fun but then I'm trying to get all the fast travel boards now and it's like just so much stuff that you can do and I don't mean Assassin's Creed like too much stuff I mean racing game you've got a lot of stuff to do so it's a lot of variety and sometimes I just like 
buying like one of the cars that I like and just driving like fuck on because you don't even need to like set up races and do like series of four races come fast you can drive about and see other people's driver tars stupid name I know and push X and challenge them to like a, just like a street race you know like if I see like uh, what's Majika's name on it anti-hero if yeah. I see anti-hero driving about I can just push X or flash the lights and I, it challenges them to a race seamlessly so I enjoy doing that um Seven's good. Seven's beautiful. It's going to be a showcase game. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I got Battlefront 2, Andy. Um, and you mm-hmm. said you were going to argue with me about it. Really too much to argue about. You, you're right in a sense, and I'm right in a sense. Uh, a lot of the stuff, they've fixed. They've reduced a lot of the loot boxes, but I'm not here to talk about that. I haven't spent too much time on the multiplayer because Nelson didn't have his Xbox with him when he was away last week. And now he's bought a Switch. I might never get to play him on it. Um, mm-hmm. um, the campaign I'm going to talk about short as it may be it was slightly longer than infinite warfare which took me about six hours the campaign took me eight hours they also just added because i've only just got the game i didn't get it launched because as everybody knows i was waiting for the sale it dropped to 38 quid digital so i was like sold because <laughs> that was cheaper than i can get it with discount unfortunately it's dropped to that just now at my work as well so i would have got it cheaper mm. if I waited a week but i've got it now the game still looks good um the thing that surprised me most, sorry, slight spoilers about Battlefront 2 campaign, you don't just play as Inferno Squad, which it was advertised as. It jumps mm-hmm. through the time period with um, you do a mission as Luke, you do a mission as like Lando, and then it goes forward even further. So at one point I was Han, um, slightly after Return of the Jedi, and it was like a bearded Han walking about Maz's castle, investigating and listening in in conversations. And it was like, okay. you were a listening to folk hand. talking about, what's that? A bearded Han. Yeah, Han had like a full beard, like an, an Obi-Wan style beard. He's walking about Maz's castle, listening in, trying to find a guy who's meant to meet. So you have to find out information about this guy. Uh, and it sounds weird for Battlefront, I'm sure, but I'm walking about and I'm loving it. It felt like I was there in Force Awakens because mm. this game still looks good. Like the first one looked good. There's no issues with that. And the gameplay is still just as solid, I felt. Um, but I was just surprised, like after my first few missions with Inferno Squad, it threw me into Luke Skywalker, like after Return of the mm. Jedi. I'm like, this is cool, man. And like I said, the compass he finds in that shows up in Last Jedi. I had missions with Leia defending Naboo, which was fucking awesome. Like running, about, I love Naboo. Like I love that from uh, like the old games in PlayStation One, uh, Episode One. Even though it's a terrible game, I enjoyed certain parts of it. Um, defended Naboo with her, like because um, it was kind of like obviously like yeah, just because the Death Star was destroyed, the Empire, the Empire wasn't. Um, and yeah, it wasn't a long campaign, um, but they added in. 10 gig update and it was free story dlc which takes place uh during force awakens and it features generso uh grade with her daughter and what's happened to inferno squad since also ends in a cliffhanger and they've already said there's more dlc coming this is all free so that was like another hour added to the campaign length so that was maybe nine hours in total to finish that in the dlc so right. if they add like a couple more of them that's fine with me and I get like what if if you buy this say in six months and you get like what a 10 12 hour campaign it's kind of standard for a shooter man like mm-hmm. um multiplayer I haven't touched on too much I think they've like even uh, before even talking about look crates and stuff I think they've kind of filtered it down to like the most popular game modes and I mean I only played two of them like <laughs> really like I know Nelson loved heroes and villains I wasn't a big fan of heroes and villains um I preferred like Starfighter Assault uh, mm-hmm. and yeah. Uh, what was the other one with the walker? Can't remember the name of that. It's good. Uh, walker it's, assault. I think it's called. called Walker assault, and the last one. This one's Galactic yeah. assault. So it's kind of yeah. like more 
the DLC that came out at the end of Battlefront where it was like, okay, so if you start losing, you have to fall back, or you, if you win, you have to get in your X-Wings and take it to space, like, or, like, uh, above the planet and stuff, like, I like that sort of thing, but I'm kind of disappointed still that even in this one, I, even though I can do it in this campaign, I can do it in certain modes, I can't just jump in an X-Wing and fly to space like the original Battlefront. Like, hmm. you heard the complaints, yeah, and that, this is taking away the look crate bullshit, but, like, why can't I get in the next wing and fly to space? Why am I limited to the skies? Like, yeah, I know in the Force Awakens and even in the Last Jedi, most of the, well, not so much in Last Jedi, but Force Awakens, a lot of the battles were like in the planet, like X wings flying like in the sky. But in the original Battlefront, I could fly to space and keep fighting, and then I could fly back to the planet and land. Like that's that. If they do a third one, which they probably will, it's like. We haven't heard anything more after Disney told them, well, we'll hold back, so they're going to do another one. Um, yeah. yeah, so, like, it needs to happen, man. And it's not like the technology or the power for the consoles aren't there. Like, there's no excuse for it. Even if it's an exclusive, like, uh, ship, to, ship to space battles is exclusive to Pro and X, do you know what I mean? Something like that. Which yeah. is inevitably going to happen with these consoles, as you know. Like, the Pro and X are infinitely more powerful than launch model PlayStations. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. uh, so it's a case of, like, why not? Why can't I do it? When I can do it in the campaign, I've done it in a mission in the campaign, so it's there. If they add it, fair enough, because they are adding to this game. Um, okay, so I didn't play this at launch, so a lot of the complaints have been kind of nullified for me because the, the heroes are achievable. After I'd finished the campaign, I went into multiplayer and I looked. So unlocked, um, I don't know if I took a note in this, of the ones that I already had unlocked before. Like Basically, the ones that were... Okay, so... Uh, I didn't take a note. Bastard. Basically, uh, most of the heroes that I wanted were unlocked. Kylo Ren, unlocked. Ray was mm. unlocked. Fucking. There was nobody locked that I felt the need to buy. Like, Darth Vader's locked, sure. And yes, he was pricey and it was a 40 hour fucking thing, right? That's bullshit. That is terrible. <laughs> it just doesn't feel that way to me just now because, like, I can earn enough to buy them. Right, so it doesn't feel unachievable. So I get the hate, Andy. So that's why I said this isn't going to be an argument. I am understanding that is bullshit. Loot crate should not even be a part of this game. I didn't mind the star card system from the first one. Um, and this yeah, one, it's kind of and the somewhat, but I mean, like, I I still don't know why it's included in this one. Like, I it, it makes sense to a point. It's basically your loadout anyway. Um, so. Arcade mode's probably my favourite in this, right? This is the one you can play multiplayer as well. You can play offline. So basically, you've got a mission. It's like Kylo Ren. You go about fights Kylo Ren. Love that. Fucking love that. And you've got three tiers, and you can unlock stuff via that. You earn credits doing this as well. So you don't even need to play online to do credits. Um, you get a mission where it's like you choose Hannah Lando. My favourite one, and then it's one of your favourites from the original Battlefronts. Yoda is fucking cool as fucking this. It was one of the ones from the prequel trilogy. I was in like right. the Queen Amidala's castle and all these battle droids were like Raj Raj up the stairs and it's kind of like a precursor to online. So you've got a squad with you but you have to get 50 kills. See Yoda is badass in this man. Like you jump up and down. Like I was like I really am not excited to play as Yoda. I fucking didn't like him in the originals. He's mm-hmm. so cool in this one man. Like you're flying about, flipping about like when he fought Count Dooku and the Emperor and it's so cool and I really want them to add the arcade mode of Emperor versus Yoda from that scene where it like the Emperor was going batshit crazy throwing all the seats right. at him like, pow, pow. like I want to be able to be the Emperor to throw the seats at Yoda and I want to be Yoda having to jump over the seats like I want to be able to do both sides of that thing um, 
I don't know. Like I haven't spent too much time in multiplayer. Um, loot crates are a moo point for me. Like uh, every chapter in the campaign unlock like new stuff. Um, I, I I don't see a problem with it personally. Like I get that they'd locked a lot of stuff originally, but they, as far as you told me when we were talking about it the other day, they've like half the the cost or something like that at least. Yeah, they've 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 changed they've that a lot. It. So it's it's not as bad now. But yeah, it's ridiculous from them being as money grabbing it first. Like you're paying premium for this game. This is a fucking triple A title, and then they're locking away most. Well, I, they said most of the content, but it's Luke and Darth Vader, Chewie, uh, Leia. Does does anyone really play as Leia? I know it's terrible to say, but does do they like even if I was like, I know it's, it's I don't know if it's sexist to say, but if I was a female wanting a female character, personally I would go mm. for Ray because she's the fucking badass Jedi rather than. A worse version of Han Solo because she's she's not as good as the Han Solo character in this game, um, and even I, I do like playing as Ray. Like I don't mind at all. I, I like playing as Ray. Um, I think she's cool. Um, but there's something with Kelly I love. Like there's a dream sequence at the end, and it, you know, in the movies where Kelly goes into like Poe's mind, and this movie goes into his mind, but I won't tell you who. And like he, he pulls the information out of Poe's mind in Force right, Awakens. Yeah. And he do, he tries to do it to range fights back. You do it to a um. It's it's, a, it's set after the main story. You do it to the guy from Inferno Squad to find out the, where the map to look Skywalker is, and you go inside his mind, and it's a mission in his mind where like Kylo Ren's fighting stormtroopers because he's trying to read his mind from the past. So you're going through like the Battle of Endor as Kylo Ren fighting stormtroopers, and like stuff's frozen in there. There's blaster bolts frozen, like Kylo's frozen Tie Fighters. You know, like if he froze that gunshot, that was so badass in Force Awakens. When he was mm. he was talking to Poe, like honestly, that bit was so fucking cool. Um, I, I would have rather there was some bosses or something in the campaign, though. Really, like I didn't feel apart from something's fighting a Tie Fighter from the ground, but that's you just use a rocket launcher. Everyone knows that. Um, it's, not I, I, boss, I, like... it's not a boss, but like I would rather like I hope they do add something like that, like even like a showdown sort of. Like I don't know how they would do it, but um, it, it ends in a cliffhanger. They are adding at least one more that I know of. Um, I would expect them to add at least two because you can see, you know, you can tell the spaces for these things to go in the game. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I can, I can see where you're adding two more. So by the time this game's complete, and again, this might be criticism of an unfinished game, but Battlefront wanted the same that I said about Battlefront 1. I believe that the DLC that came out like at the end of Battlefront 1 should have been there day one, like the Death Star stuff. Mm, yeah. 100%. Um, so I can't really comment on maps and stuff. I'm, un- I'm unaware of what maps are available online. I don't know if they've got Death Star or anything yet. But the good, th- the one positive about this game is everything like that that gets added, maps or campaign, is free DLC for everybody. That was a good move from them. It was a dick move to then go, ah, but here on the other hand, we're taking this away because you have to pay for these guys through the roof. Or have a full-time job that is battlefront mm-hmm. 2 um so yeah i haven't really played much of online um so i don't know i've just been playing arcade mode because running about is darth maul in the nabu palace <laughs> badass like honestly like there's something so cool and satisfying as plays playing as these characters regardless of the bad press this game's got as a star wars fan like casual or hardcore like there's something to enjoy in arcade mode campaign yeah, sure, but I mean, like I said, once it's fully complete, like probably by the end of next year, like um, although maybe not, Han Solo's coming out in May. The movie Solo, sorry, is mm. coming out in May, so there might be something around then coming out. I don't imagine we're going to get any more in the 
few months because they just it, it actually shocked me that they released Resurrection so quick, you know. Um, but it what it wasn't like a full size campaign. It was maybe like another five missions. But it was cool to see Janurso, who's the not Janurso, that's her from Rogue One, Aiden, whatever her fucking name is from Inferno. Yeah. yeah, which sounds so much like Janurso. I'm like, is her kid Janurso? Um, no, because Janurso's no. dad built Death Star. What am I talking about, man? It's too late. <laughs> I've been working all day. Um, yes, basically. Uh, I enjoyed the campaign, man. Like, I would rather, like, there was more of it. I would, it was longer, obviously, but then again, I enjoyed Infinite Warfare's campaign, you know, and it was, what, six hours, maybe? At a push? Yeah, Infinite Warfare's campaign was was all right. Decent. Yeah. But this this one I enjoyed as well. Like, uh, some of it looked beautiful, because obviously this is a uh, Xbox One enhanced game as well, for the most powerful console in the world. So, like, um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So that's that's all I basically played um, because I haven't really much time to play. But Andy, what what have you been up to? This what is your? What, I, I hear smells of new plastic opening at your house and stuff like that. <laughs> so so yes, um, I, I've spoken on the show before that I, I did get a Black Friday deal where I managed to get a PS4 Pro. Yes. With four games for two hundred pounds. Four sucker. Because of an error. <laughs> because of like because of an error basically, but uh it was from uh Curry's and like they noticed their error, cancelled my order and all that, but then like somebody wrote to like a press site about it and like the press started like covering it. So Curry's like the next day went We'll honor all the PS4 pros that were bought at that price, provided people want to do it. And like they're like they sent everyone an email that, that ordered it and had their order cancelled. And said, "Oh, we're gonna organize, we're gonna get that sorted for you, but we need to wait for this, this, this." So I had to Bullshit. wait, and they end up like Bullshit. three weeks, basically, like month. three, <laughs> pretty much a month, yeah, for uh, them to send it out to me. Um, and I mean, like they can't have sold that many at this price. Like as soon as they noticed their error, which was only available for maybe like half an hour or something like that, they they took it down, like they took the product off the site, so. They had those products like sitting there ready to go. So, I, like I think I mentioned before, but like what I reckon happened is they renegotiated with Sony, like how much they were given Sony for those. Because obviously, when you're yeah. when and like when a company's selling off selling stuff new, essentially like they don't pay for it until they sell it, and then they send Sony like the, their cut of the money for that product. Um, and if they don't sell it, they just send it back to Sony, and then Sony like does whatever with it. So I think I think what's happened here is like they've gone back to Sony and said, "Look, there's, we've had a price error, blah blah blah. Can we renegotiate to sell these, like to buy these consoles off you just slightly cheaper, so that so that we're not losing out on money?" And they've probably been able to do that or like make it so that they've not lost like lost out too much money. But I mean, if they were the it should have been cut to three hundred, which would have still been a great deal, but um, but it was accidentally cut to two hundred rather than three, so. Uh, <laughs> So they made a fuck up, but they did honour it in the end. So fair play to like Curry's for doing that. Yeah, because um, I, b- I believe what had happened was you'd showed me a deal previously that I ended up cancelling, obviously. Um, and mm-hmm. it was the PS4 Slim White with these games yep. for 200 So I think yep. whoever's done it has put the wrong price up instead of for the Slim, they've put it for the Pro. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's exa- I think that's exactly what's happened. Um, but yeah, so I did get the PS4 Pro and the four games that Ooh. were advertised uh, for, for £200. Um, Welcome to almost the next generation. <laughs> like half, half, the half step gen, yeah, half step gen. Jeez. 
I mean, I'd like. I mean, we've talked about this before. I don't need an Xbox One X because most of my games are done on the PS4, so I might as well have the best PS4 that I can have. Um, <laughs> is that, is that the, what you've been telling yourself when I've been annoying <laughs> you? Saying it's, it's the best PS4. <laughs> it's the best PS4. Like, uh, it's, it's the, it the best I can do. Like, I can't do any better than that. Like, and most of my gaming is done on PS4, so I might yeah. as well like make the most of it. Um, like I, I don't need an Xbox One X because I would, it, it, I couldn't justify like the extra spend on that, especially yeah. not right now. I mean, maybe, maybe down the line if I play Xbox One a lot more, I yeah. don't see it happen to be honest. But you know, because I'm so into trophies and shit like that, like I'm like, okay, like this is fine. And originally, what I was gonna do is I was just gonna flip the PS4 Pro, mm-hmm. um, but I decided that. Like, we are going to get a 4K TV next year. I don't have one right now, so I'm not seeing the full benefit of this for sure. But, and you're not um, going to we... get through like this for a point. Exactly. So, like, I mean, I'm going to be waiting a year, two years before I can get a PS4 Pro, even on its own at this sort of price. So I'm like, do you know what? And even secondhand, like, from work, it's still going to cost me, like, that or slightly more. So I'm like, do you know what? Like, I'll just keep this and uh, and get rid of the old PS4. So so we've done. I've done that. I've got it all set up, and I swapped the hard drives. Also, I put a two terabyte hard drive in it, um, which I did absolutely no problem this time. I had issues with doing it the last time, but this time I did it in like maybe half an hour. It took me to like from unboxing it to like change, taking the hard drive out of my old PS4, putting in the new one, and then uh, getting it up and running with the with the with the file because I knew yeah. what to look for with the file this time. It's <laughs> yeah. still very unclear on the website, however, like which file you need. Because I did download the file like initially, and it's like download this file. And I'm like, I looked at the file size. And I'm like, nope, that's not it because it's too small. You need the 900 megabyte file, and there was also like a 300 meg file. That's just for the update. You need the the and the initializing one, which has the same file name. <laughs> So you need the initialized one, um, but I did that fine. It took me like maybe half an hour to initialize that PS4, and then like five ten minutes to initialize the other one uh, with the, with the terabyte hard drive that I took out the Pro and put into the the old one. Um, and then I've that's we've now passed that on to uh, one of Ashley's pals. She's gonna have that. But yeah, so the the PS4 Pro is all set up uh, now. I don't know that I've noticed any difference particularly. Downloads a wee bit faster, yeah. like because uh, the download uh, the the chip in it's a wee bit better for downloading than what the original one was. It doesn't seem to be like capped in the same way, but it still is capped. It's not. I'm not getting the same speed as I get like downloading on my PC. So no, but, but I managed. When I had mine, it was definitely that, and I'm not even yet. So yeah, so like I, I downloaded, uh, I downloaded everything that I needed to, and I, I was, I, I was slightly more selective about what I put on this because like previously, I just basically when I got when I put the two terabyte in my old PS4, I just downloaded every fucking single thing that I could, everyone, like <laughs> until the until the hard drive was full. And then I was like, okay, well, I won't play this. I'll delete that. I won't play that. And then when I was installing new games, I'm like, right, I need to delete that. So what I've done this time is I, I went through my list and I downloaded the stuff that I'm actively playing or planning to actively play in the near future. And anything else I didn't bother downloading because it's just a, a waste of time. Like, why bother to, like, download a thing if I might not even ever play it? If I ever decide to play it, like, then I can just download it. It's not going to take that much time. So I think that's going to allow me to be slightly more concise about like what I play rather than looking through this enormous list and be like, what do I want to play? Oh, this or this. And it takes me half an hour to choose like what game I want to play. And then I, go, I get fed up and just go, I'll just play PES. <laughs> I did lose a PES save file in the transfer over though. Because oh, it, 
it hadn't uploaded to the the cloud, but I was kind of okay with it because in that one I'd already like won the league and stuff like that. That's you know I mean? that's one thing that I'm not rubbing it in your face again. I lost obviously Final Fantasy, mm. right? Because if I've not, mm-hmm. it doesn't instantly upload in PlayStation. It's got a set time that it does it. And if my PlayStation was off, it would remind me, oh, you've not uploaded. And I could redo it then, but it wouldn't always, like, it wouldn't always do that. And you've got a limit. So I had to clear out some more cloud storage. Xbox not only does automatically upload all your saves for each generation of Xbox game, but it's unlimited storage. Like, I only found that out the other day. Mm. Mine, mine, mine does auto upload. Um, like, I've got it set to auto upload. Uh, but like if I'm connected to internet, but I, it was the space issue that I had. I had uh, my yeah. thing was full, and like I, I did go and delete some stuff, and then like try to like push the upload to the for the PES file before I uh, before I formatted the old PS4, but it was just from like my master league, which yeah. I was like, well, do you know what? Like I've, I'm maybe like four or five seasons in already, and this is like last year's game. Like I don't care that much. Like when I'm jumping in, I'm playing like one game at a time, maybe two. So, like, I don't really care if I need to start a new master. Like, it doesn't really bother me. So that that was okay with that, and all my other save files came over, no problem. Yeah. So that so that was fine. Um, I think some of the save files are weird sizes, though, like way too big because you've only got like uh, I think it's I think you've got ten gigs now. It was one gig previously, and you've now got which was just insane. Like I had that filled within like a month of having the PS4. Um. But like now it's like ten gigs, which is still not enough. Cause some files are like hundreds of megabytes for save files for some reason. I don't know why. But anyway, the, the four games that I did get with the PS4 Pro were I got uh, Knowledge is Power, which I did play. It's a quiz game that you play. It's the PlayLink, one of the PlayLink ones. So you download the app on your phone and you play using the app. Uh, it's actually quite fun. Like it's kind of like a buzz style sort of quiz game. Um, me and Ashley played it yesterday, and it's only like. I think if you buy it in the shops, the disc version's like a tenner or it's like 15 on the store. Mm-hmm. But if you bought a bundle, like they were chucking it in with just about every bundle. Um, I would say it's definitely worth a tenner, but I would recommend that you play it with more than two players. Because when we're playing with two players, it was it was fun, right? But it could have been, like, you could see the potential for it being much more fun with having a lot more players. And I think you could play with up to, like, eight people. Because, like, you can do, like, tactics to, like, put people off in the game. So, like, you get, like, power-ups that you can throw at them. But obviously, we're just throwing one at each other. Whereas, like, if you have more people, you can choose who you like throw the, these power ups at. So you could yeah. end up with like everybody ganging up on one person, and them having all the power ups against them. It, I mean, I mean, it it is, but it's only a quiz. Like Jackbox obviously has like a lot of different things in it, and this one is just a quiz. Um, and the quiz is actually like alright. The questions are okay. I mean, they didn't seem to be that difficult. We managed to answer most of them alright. And there's one or two, and you do get to like choose your category and all that sort of shit. But yeah, I mean, for a quiz game, do you know what I mean? Like you play on your phone, it's alright. The the one kind of like slight bugbear I've got with a PlayLink thing though is that I I just expected it to be one PlayLink app that I would download and then it, it would work out what game I was playing and like give me the interface for that game. But every PlayLink game has a different app. Oh, that sucks. So, yeah, so, I mean, if you want to play all of them, you're going to have to download, like, five, six different apps every time. Now, they are small, right, and you could obviously delete them if you're not using them, but that's still a pain in the ass, like, you're Why like, not okay, just do every... what, like, Dead Rising 3 did and Titan Xbox app? Why not have these in the PlayStation 4 yeah. app? Yeah, I-, I thought just, like, no, not even in the PlayStation 4 app, just have, like, a PlayLink app and that has all your PlayLink stuff, and even if you could down, even if you could have that as, like, a hub and then, like, tap on what game it was and it would download the add-on for that game rather than having, like, these fucking, all these icons for, like, all these PlayLink games, because you've got, like, 
you've got that one, then you've got that's you, and then you've got the like, hidden agenda, and you've got the Planet of the Apes one, then plus whatever else they come out with in the future. So if you want to have all these, you're gonna have like fifteen, twenty fucking apps on your phone, which is just cluttering. Do you know what I mean? Like they should have it all condensed in one, and then have the add-on that you you download for when you want to play that game. That would make more sense to me. But hey ho, <laughs> I don't know how. Maybe it works better for them if they've got separate apps. Like don't know. But anyway, that game's alright. Uh, I did also get Fallout 4 with it, which, which like, there's no point in me trading Fallout 4 in because you get absolute buttons for it, so I'm just going to keep that and I'll I'll jump into that at some point. Because, I mean, Fallout 4, like, I played, like, an hour of it for, for a first 42 video, actually, yeah. uh, back when it first came out and then I never, ever went back to it. But I, I liked what I played in that first hour, so, like, for it not costing me any money... Then, like, I'll jump back in and then mess around in that. Cool. Um, and I also got uh, Gran Turismo Sport, the which <laughs> no, no, it's a full game. No, it's not really. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a full game, right? But like, it's it, online it's only. It's one of the, it is online only, right? But it is. <laughs> it's all right, but I would say that like the driving and stuff like that's fine. Um, like me and Ashley played some two player in it, and the graphics are decent. But I wouldn't say that they are amazing, and because I've got the pro, like it gives you the choice, like of what you want to prioritize, like if you want to prioritize quality or frame rate. So I'm like, well, there's no point in me prioritizing quality because I can only get a maximum of 1080p, like <laughs> to out output to my TV. So I'm like, okay, prioritize like yeah, frame rate, cool. And the frame rate was completely stable throughout. To be fair to it, so like that worked. <laughs> I don't know what it would look like if I'd prioritized quality and not frame rate, but anyway. Um, as far as like the gameplay stuff like Ace Gran Turismo plays the exact same as the last one that I played, which would be five. Um, the graphics are good, but not. I would say that Forza Horizon Three looks nicer. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm I'm sure you probably agree with that, but uh, well, it does, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not really. Forza Seven blows it out the water. Yeah, like, and I'm not really in, that into racing games. Like, I actually will play Gran Turismo. Like, I won't play it. Like, I messed around with it. and I'm like, yeah, this is. It's Gran Turismo. It feels like Gran Turismo. Fair enough. I don't really need to play this ever again. Like not not my bag at all. And uh, the final game that I got was Star Wars Battlefront Two. Yeah. Which which I booted up and played a little bit of last night. Now, I played a little bit of the campaign before, but I decided that as soon as you had picked up, I was gonna uh, have a wee bash of the multiplayer this time round. Okay. So I played I played a couple of matches. I played Heroes vs. Village, which was all right. I didn't like it as much as like the one in the. Uh, the last game though, I felt the maps are a bit too big and spread out. Like I, th- I think the, in the last game they were more compact and it kind of led to more fun encounters. But the Heroes vs Villains was passable. Didn't have an issue with it. The normal mode though, like the Walker Assault or whatever it's called in this Galactic Assault, did not like it at all. Horrible. I played a mission on like I think it was Kashyyyk and there was like there's Droidicas attacking and I was playing as the uh, the rebels. Oh no, in fact not not the rebels. No, I was. Like Stormtroopers, because it was an Imperial Commander, yeah, it was like Stormtroopers. And I did not like this at all. Like, yeah, I, I, th- I mean, I played the whole match, and I'm like, I didn't have one bit of fun at all playing it. Which is totally the opposite from what I felt playing Star Wars Battlefront 1. Like, I always had at least a bit of fun, regardless of what I was doing, even if I was getting killed over and over and over again. It was still cool to be in, like, the Star Wars thing. And yes, it does look very, very pretty, but... Uh, I didn't like the way the guns worked. I didn't like the way that you chose the classes and how they deployed you in like groups of people. 
didn't like that. That bugged me. Um, as well, this thing of like building up your points and then you you spend your points on like unlocking uh uh like a gun to use for one life or like a ship to use for one life or a hero which i did not ever get a hero to use for one life <laughs> did didn't like that at all and, and I, so i never even like looked at the loot boxes or the star cards or any shit like that because i did not i didn't enjoy playing the multiplayer game so i would never invest any time into it to bother getting to loot boxes and shit so yeah did not like star wars battlefront 2 and i traded in Traded, gone. No need to play that game again. I mean, te- technically, I would kind of like to play through the campaign, but I want to wait until they've actually finished the campaign. Yeah. Because so far, from what I hear, it's like an unfinished story, isn't it? Well, yes and no. Basically, mm. time period. So the initial campaign could stand alone, but then they've added this in, um, and then they leave it hanging. So obviously, yeah, it's not finished now. So basically, what you're going to get is the after the Death Star gets destroyed at Return of the Jedi, mm. um, and then you get from Force Awakens onwards. So it's mm. going to go through both trilogies, if you know what I mean. Well, maybe not to nine because nine's not out for like two years. So we never know. I mean, it depends when they do the next, like when they do the next Battlefront game. Probably when nine yeah. comes out, two years time. I would say they're going to take two years off for the next one because mm-hmm. they've got to release that game that they kind of cancelled and they're rebooting you. Person mm-hmm. good that took off them, yeah. But yeah, like, like I say, um, for as as far as Battlefront Two goes, like the graphics are really, really good, but I didn't really enjoy like any of the gameplay stuff in it particularly. So not not one for me that one. I'll I'll stick to original Battlefront if I do like want a Star Wars fix, which I, I did download the original Battlefront, but I haven't. I never booted it back up again to. Uh, you bought that digital day one, did you not? Yeah, I bought I bought it digital day one, and I put like fifty odd dollars into it. So I, I mean, yeah. I could if if I do fancy like a Star Wars, uh, like a night on Star Wars, then I can I can jump back into that and, and play that, oh. and I, I know what I'm getting with that, and I know how it all works, and and it's good fun. So I'm I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that, and it's it's on EA Access as well. But Battlefront like, Two, that's when to play Battlefront Two again is. It's when it comes Xbox, to access, yeah. yeah, on the Xbox, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, like uh, apart from that, I played two other games. Okay. Yeah, two two other games. So on on the PS4, I played the game Nine 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 that I've been playing on and off for the last couple of months. Um, That's so funny because I... I played the game Yeah Yeah Yeah. Yeah Yeah Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I picked it up at the end of October. Yeah, so start playing them. And so I finally got round to finishing this game, and this is a Japanese visual novel, Ali, your favourite, with escape game elements. <laughs> and uh, this is the one of the games that's in the Zero Escape series. This is the first game that was originally out on the DS, and this is the first time it's been available outside of the DS. So they've put, and they ported it like over to PS4 as part of like a a compilation along with uh, Zero Escape, <laughs> uh, Virtual Last Reward, and it's called the non the nonary games. The nonary games, <laughs> and uh, it's kind of like a modern mystery sort of thriller. Is that because it's thriller. not really a game? <laughs> it, no, 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 it's it's a game, but it's a it's it's very different. It's a different style of game. There's a lot. A, there is a lot. The, <laughs> well, choose your own adventure. <laughs> to be fair, there is a lot of reading involved in this. Like you can skip the text, like you can <laughs> mash through it fast if you want to. But it is actually quite an interesting story to read through. Um, like this is one where there's like alternate endings and like different timelines and stuff like that you can jump around between and when you do like come across a section where it's like 
okay, I've already done that bit, but I need to go through this again to do a different choice here. You can kind of basically skip all that text so you don't need to read it all again. But it's worth reading through once because it is like a decent story. It's like set on a on a ship, uh, which is like kind of like the Titanic, and it's like a murder mystery on that, but set in the present day. <laughs> it's fucking cool. Like, I loved it honestly. Like this is an old game. It was originally like like say out in the original DS. So, uh, but I loved the the original game, and this this game directly ties to it as well as the sequel game like uh, oh, oh <laughs> Zero Time Dilemma. <laughs> but yeah, I, I loved it. Like thought it was great. Um. Uh, what was the ship when there was in a lift? That, this is the this is the prequel to that game. <laughs> oh, all right, okay, yeah. So yeah, but uh, but yeah, like I played I played some of it uh, on using remote play on the Vita. It's probably the only time I've used my Vita since the Switch came out, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it works fine for that. But there's definitely still lag. I definitely noticed lag, but it doesn't really matter in a game like this where you're just reading stuff and like choosing different bits and pieces. Yeah. But I really liked it. It's a cool game. Um, like I said, I don't think there's much more I can say about it. Probably took me 30 hours to beat it. But you could cut that down significantly if you didn't read any of the text. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I really liked it. I'm going to play through uh, Virtue's Last Reward again to get the trophies so I can get the Platinum. Because yeah. it's, like it's like a combined trophy list where they've got Virtue's Last Reward and 999 on the same trophy list. Yeah. I've I've read a few books more than once. Yeah, I mean, I really like the story and and uh, Virtue's Last Reward, so I'll happily read through that again. And when I get to bits that I'm like, oh, I don't need like this bit is like waffle because there's a lot of waffle in these games to some extent where they're telling you a story, but like because it's because it's a Japanese like translation, they go into like too much detail at times, like more than Tolkien levels of detail and repetition of stuff. So you can you can definitely skip over some stuff. Especially if you've played it before. Like the skip yeah. over Tom, Tom Bombadil and the Lord of the Rings. Oh, Tom Bombadil, yeah. Uh, so the, the only other game that I did play was, and I put some more time into this this week, uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. So I have I have been, and yeah, this is this is definitely a better game than, than 999, I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> um, so I've been one, like... One, it's a game. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it's like that. Nine, nine, nine. It's a game. It's just because there you are. Said like... I'll read through it again. No, no. I mean, you've got like the reading. You've got novel segments, right? And then you've got escape room segments. So the escape room segments are are gameplay. Like so, what basically, you you're locked. You're locked in a room, like Crystal Maze sort of thing, right? And you've got to escape the room by uh, is solving it puzzles. Person, first person, or is it first just person? Green that you tap on things. It's first person, but uh, the screen it's does not status. move. However, you can move around between like different <laughs> it's angles. It's very swally. It's not with Wally. You do it have is. to like manip- You do have to manipulate things, and like there's uh, Sudoku's in in this one that you have to solve. So it's like the room. Um, it's. It, I mean, well, the story's well, better than the room, but the gameplay escape elements are not as good as what the room does. Because it's a game. <laughs> this is still a game, but like it, it's kind of like. I mean, it would definitely work on iOS. I think it is it's on a iOS. Head, it's hidden object, isn't it? It's- it's not a hidden object because you have Fucking to is. you have to you have to solve like the puzzles differently it's, from this hidden objects. This is a objects. game for old people. You realize that it's Sudoku hidden. No, there's only like, a couple of Sudoku things in it, like near the end. It was a selling point a minute ago to you. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> but, uh, no, but it was just it was surprising to me that they had a Sudoku thing in it, and it doesn't really work like a Sudoku because it's not based on like the same the same way. 
<laughs> well, maybe. But but anyway, like I like to say, uh, move, moving on. Played uh, played Zelda. Played another maybe like five six hours of of Zelda, and I have now beaten the third Divine Beast. Got to it and defeated it because I think I'd done the second one last week. The camel. Yeah. Yeah. So I've now done the flying one as well. Okay. Cool. Whatever that was, like you had to fly the up, eagle. and I really, yeah, the eagle. Do you know? I did really like the way that you got to this one much more than you got to the camel because the camel one to get to it was fucking annoying, like being dragged behind uh, the, the sand, sand seal and shooting all the shit. I didn't like that, but this one, like where you're like going, you're using the paraglider thing, and you're having to like shoot the bomb arrows at the uh, at the laser target things. I really liked that. That was cool. Um, and I beat the boss with that first time. I was proud of myself, but it was a very easy fight. I'm like, yeah, that was fucking easy. Yeah, uh, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, even the camel wasn't bad. Like, I beat that second time. Um, but I think because like I've got like quite a number of hearts and stuff like that now, I'm like probably over leveled from where I really need to be for for doing these. Yeah, like I could have probably done these like maybe six or seven hearts ago. So, because uh, I mean, I'm coming across like some of the guardians and stuff like that, and the enemies, and they they'll hit me, and it's like a beast hit, and it takes off like one heart or like two hearts, and I'm like, I, I don't even care, like I'll just eat a fish and I'll be fine. <laughs> the 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 cooking's probably like one of the elements of this game that I've really enjoyed. I know you didn't even touch on it, like, but I've I've like really dug like making dishes or, or to like to boost me. So like I've got like dishes made up that will give me like full recovery plus like eight hearts. So I'll end up with like twenty hearts, you know, if I need them. It's it's insane though that in a game that I've touched on that at all. Yeah, where I've probably spent like out of my like seventy hours in the game, I've probably spent ten hours of that just cooking stuff. Like, I think I did I mean? one for a I done one for a quest. Yeah, and I've and I've done hundreds of it. Like I'll mm-hmm. I'll go I'll go around and I'll buy. So when I get to a town, I'll clean out the shop of all the food stuff, and then <laughs> go and like cook it all and like make it into dishes because the dishes are much better for healing you than like the raw food. You know, if you read the news stories now, you get food items and stuff as well. Like um, in the news oh right, such. right, okay, right. Sorry, I, I thought you meant in the game. I'm like, how do you do that? No, like, in the books? In the news but yeah, story, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, if I ever do need to get a load of food, and then, like, quickly, uh, if I'm stuck somewhere and I'm like, oh shit, I need, like, a bunch of food, then I can just scan all my amiibos. And usually I'll get shitloads of food and arrows. Nothing loads else. Of loads of fish and bananas. They always get bloody bananas. You get, you get, like, herbs from the princess ones. Yeah. But yeah, so... Uh, but yeah, so I did, did the third Divine Beast. I, I liked it, um... But it wasn't really that hard, and then I did the. I'm on to the fourth one now, which took a bit. Of, I definitely struggled a little bit more to get to that because you've got to sneak up that mountain, like bringing that uh, thing with you, the Goron, the Goron Cannonball. Yeah, you've got to bring him with you. But I, I liked that though, like because uh, it wasn't really stealth. Like remember the stealth that they made you do before, that was yeah, horrible. So annoying at the Ninja Cave. Yeah, like this stealth, you've kind of just got to like. Like not get seen and work out how to defeat the uh, the flying things, which yeah. you can mostly do from like finding rocks lying about or like uh, the cannons. crates and stuff like that. Oh, you can fire the cannons at them as well, but you can't always do that with with all of them. Um, so yeah. I took most I took most of them out with just like using the magnesis power and like finding a thing and just like ramming it into them, and they would just go, "Oh shit, I'm See, dead." I thought the cannons were for taking them out. I didn't realize how to shoot at the mountain. Like I got to. The- 
mm. out and then went, what am I supposed to do now? Like, how'd I hit this beast? And I couldn't figure it out for ages, and then I realised, oh shit, those cannons that I was using are firing yeah. Like I, I realized that straight away, and I'm like, okay, well, I need to fire this guy at this. That makes sense, uh, and and did that, and so I'm I'm just on that mission at the moment. Um, I've just got like I think I've unlocked three of the terminals in that. I've got a couple more still to get, and then I can fight the boss. And then I I imagine that after I've done that, like I potentially could go and fight Ganon, but I want to get the Master Sword first, which is in a forest somewhere, and that's one of the parts of the map that I've never been to. I can't work out how to get to this fucking forest. It's to the right of the castle. I've told you that. It no, I know where it. Map. I know where it is, but I haven't unlocked that area of the map, and I can't How work out how to get into it. Map? Because I can't work out how to get into this area of the map. Just find the tower. It's like Assassin's Creed. I can't map. find the tower. I can't get to the tower. I know where it is. I can see it like from from other places, but I can't get to the actual tower. So I need to work out how to do that. Um, and mm. so that's going to be like me this week. I, I will finish. I will finish that divine beast. Uh, I would imagine no problem. I, I think the the issue that I came across there was that you have to go outside that beast, and outside it is you, it sets you on fire. And I don't have any fireproof elixirs left, so I need to go back and buy some. Get the armor. I've got one part of the armor, but you need all three parts of the armor to uh, to be fireproof. It looks ridiculous. It looks like mm. you know the things that. Oh, the helmet, stupid helmet. Yeah. Yeah, they look like you know when American football guys dress up with like the, the extra extra armor yeah and it's like <laughs> that's what it looks like or like judo guys you know like when they dress up in the padded gear it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous like uh, i didn't <laughs> i didn't have enough rupees to buy um the helmet because the helmet was like two thousand rupees Sounds i'm like oh well no no because i use all the food <sighs> I, I would never sell any of my food ever because they're your instant cheats. <laughs> they're not. They're not cheats. Like I worked hard for those. Like I either oh, bought them or I or I killed things oh, to get them, an and then and then I cooked them. I didn't. I I used them. I used all the amiibos one time, maybe I twice. I didn't use any amiibos till I'd completed the. <laughs> not once, and then, but then I, I just. I've got loads of food, but it's all like raw stuff, and I just eat raw stuff. I always want to see him get food poisoning. He doesn't. <laughs> But yeah, I, I much prefer to do the cooking, and I, I, I like enjoy like chucking the stuff in the pot and seeing like what it comes out with, because it comes out with like weird things that you wouldn't expect it to. Because you chuck like a load of meat in, um, and then like three things of fruit, and it's like simmered fruit. I'm like that would taste horrible because you've got like it, two, you've got two steaks in this fucking simmered fruit. Like no, no, no. Do you know what I would advise doing? Like even Google how to do it. Have you have you found the nighttime shop? Uh, no. Oh, that's quite interesting to do that. Okay. <laughs> I need to find the fucking guy that lets you use the Korok seats to extend your inventory again. Because after I did the first two upgrades, like he goes away somewhere else. And I, I don't have that part of the map unlocked yet, so I can't find where he is. So I need to go and, f- I need to go and get to that as well. Can't believe so that's this like... far on. You've still not unlocked <laughs> So that's like my that's my next goal. Like finish this divine beast, then uh, make, start making for the master sword and unlock the rest of the map and find that uh, Korok seed guy. So the I master sword's not that great, by the way. Like I, I used it a wee bit. Hmm. Been able to finish that like after game quest yet from the season, hmm. the season pass? It's really yeah. difficult. But like it's I still want it. <laughs> yeah. I still want to have the master sword though, just to like be like, yeah, yeah, because okay, you I have to have the master sword to finish it. Yeah, yeah, like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go and like fight Ganon without having got the master sword first. Ganon's really easy. Yeah, once you've got the powers, 
No, once you've got all four divine beasts, because it effectively yeah. half halves his health straight away. Okay, but I mean, like they give you the powers as well, so, like the revive power and the, the jump up power, and like I, I did die once fighting Ganon, like legitimately. Hmm. Um, it was really easy. It's just a pattern, and then I won't ruin the rest. But oh, you fight, you fight him in the castle first. It's on the Hyrule field. <laughs> okay, I, I mean, I'm looking forward to doing it. Like, uh, I, I would say that like I've really enjoyed my time with this game. Like since going because. I, I tend, to, and you're kind of like this as well, like, when we play a lot of a game and then don't finish it, and then yeah. come back, and then, like, months later, we're like, oh yeah, I'll go back to it. Like, look at me with, like, fucking Final Fantasy fifteen. Like, yeah. I have tried to go back to it a couple of times and, like, jump back in and been like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. But, like, in Zelda, like, yeah, I totally do. Like, I picked it straight yeah. back up and I'm like, oh, it's been four or five months since I played this yeah. game and I'm still, like, I know exactly what to do and, like, I'm still having a great time and even, and like, I could go and do something completely different from what I was doing uh, the last time I played it, then I'd still have a, a great time. Because, like, I, start, I did start well off... Because, yeah. well like, I did start off when I went back into the game just being, like, I wandered about for a bit and I went and did a few shrines and, like, dicked around for a bit and then went, okay... It's time for me to do the main quest, and then I've like focused on doing like the Guardian Beast to get the main quest done, um, and and I've really enjoyed like doing that. But before that, I really enjoyed just like dicking around in the world for like fifty hours. So it's kind of like almost a new game to me. Like it's almost been like two completely different games that I've played here, which is weird because it's the same game. But yeah, really, it's really enjoying it. It's good because when something else clicks, you get so much more enjoyment out. of I can't believe how much I fucking dig this cooking mechanic. Like, can't, like you can't understand. Like, like I think it reminds me of a game. Like, did you ever play Survival Kids on the uh, the Game Boy? Nope. I think it reminds me of that because seeing that game, you could cook stuff in it, and you had to like uh, use certain ingredients to like cook food, and you had to build a fire and all that sort of shit. And it, bear in mind, this is a Game Boy game. It was like a Game Boy survival game where you had to survive for as many days as you could. And uh, it reminds me of that. Obviously, without the fucking survival element. But you can, like, get all this shit and cook all this shit and make all these different dishes. But yeah, really, really digging Zelda. Absolutely love it. Reminds me of a job I used to have. That... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, yep, yeah, tune in next week, um, which will be Boxing Day, I believe. Yeah, Boxing Day. Um, like we'll both be working on Boxing Day, but we'll, we'll record that night. It's, yeah. We'll be on. Yep. So we can talk um, about Christmas. I hope our listeners have a very merry Christmas. Hope Santa's good to you all. Um, and for me and Andy, that's all we've got this week. Stay tuned for maybe a Gaming History Repeat, but definitely stay tuned for the B Team on in about an hour and a half time with Chip Seller and the rest of the guys. Um, but yeah, uh, have a good Christmas and we'll catch you all next week. Bye.